Dateline, Stelka. Those heroes of the Purple Lore, Brathgar's Horde, in spite of the efforts of the local constabulary, freed Stelka City from an evil wizard and brought a measure of stability back to the jewel of the Traitor's Empire. With the pressure off, Renora blew off some steam with the charming officer Hart. Spencer bought some gloves and Tongs revealed to Carberry that his daughter is still out there somewhere, lost among the stars. Yeah, fuck me. Their business concluded, no price on their heads. Our heroes set out for the nearby volcano's Fitoya's Forge to search for the elusive Thunderbird, a magic bird whose feather Spencer needs. It's a rare moment of peace, but is it simply the calm before the storm? And that's where we find our heroes in good stead, forging ahead, decked in hot new threads. It's the brave, the strong, the cursed Rathgar's Horde! Ugh. All right. Um, my I should not uh, have three cups of coffee. Plan for this session because if like correct me if I'm wrong, but we wrapped up with you guys kind of had like sunset shot into the distance yep. heading out. Um, so that puts you. Let me open my map. All right. So I'm gonna say that you guys are headed towards um, Svitoya's Forge. Mm-hmm. That was your plan. You are taking a road. Yes, you're not yes. roughing it. Okay, you're taking the road. Um, are we so... taking the Trader's Passage due east? Yes. Because that well, wouldn't take that would take us to places we haven't been yet. I think that's good. Okay. So um, I want to pick up um, just Selka side of. Um, Gigant Pass. Okay. Um, and that's where we can start. Um, presumably, you guys would be camping and getting up in the morning. Yeah. Morning, good. Um, and continuing towards the mountain. Um, you can see ahead of you, um, it's that uh, as you were in Selka, it kind of got to be there were is still kind of a pine forest, really quite dry um, and um, kind of crumbly soil. Um, but as you got farther into Selka, it, it has like bits of like marshier areas. But as you've kind of drawn back towards the mountains, um, there's a lot more granite. It's very arid. Um, think High Sierras. Uh, and you can see the road ahead starts to narrow and goes through a valley and around twists and turns and switchbacks up into the mountain. Um, that's, that is the circumstances you find yourself in. Well, before we head off today, I've been thinking about this recently. So I recently figured out that I could cast a new type of spell. That, that yes, can send let's on that information right now. That can send messages across uh, dimensions. I was thinking as an experiment, we can try and reach out to Terrence if we want. Oh, Terrence. What are the, what are the limitations on it? Spencer says. Uh, it has to be a short message of 25 words or less <laughs> to a creature with which you're familiar. The creature hears the message in its mind, recognizes you as the sender. If it knows you, it can answer in a like manner immediately. 
Uh, okay. It can cross any distance and even to other planes of existence, but if the target is on another plane, there's a 5% chance that the message doesn't arrive. So it's okay. a percentile. Yeah. So, okay, but like, so we just pick one number on a d20. Uh, oh, that's actually a really good point. <laughs> we roll a d20 if it's a 1. Like, yeah, come on, that. man. Aren't you Mr. <laughs> Math? Aren't you Mr. Know-It stuff? Yeah. Um, Spencer, here's these these stipulations and goes off to write a message in his notebook to figure out one for later after we talk to Terrence. Okay. Okay. Are you guys trying to do this now? Like, what's, yes. what's your plan? may as well before we get yeah, off. Yeah, why not? I'm eating my breakfast and being like, let's do this. Let's do this. What, what should we say? How do, like, first should of all, plan what we say. The things that I want from you. I want to know what this cell looks like mm-hmm. and how you're doing it. Yeah. And I need to know what you're saying and like how, because I'm fine with any interpretation you have, but, and I can come up with something if you want, but how, like, is it like being on speakerphone? Is it like being telepathic? Like, how do you want this to work with the people that are around you? Um, so the way that I envision this is, it's like the same thing, right? It's where it's like, okay, if he has like, the little camp, he has a little campfire one night. He takes out like an iron ingot, and he starts saying the words. But as he does it, he's like tapping out almost in like a Morse code thing, and it's like okay. the echoes of like that reverberation that send off across the dimensions. All right, I love that. That's great. Um, okay, that's a really good way to tie it to your domain. I love it. Okay, um, take a uh, point of inspiration. That's lovely. Hey, thank you. Um, uh, all right. Okay. So, what are you saying? <laughs> Is okay. it twenty words it's or 25 less? Twenty-five words. words. <laughs> okay. I used to have to write Christmas essays in twenty-five words or less in elementary school. Terrence, <laughs> it's Tom. Where are you? We are safe. We want to help if we can. Are you safe? <laughs> Nora says hi. Nora <laughs> says hi. You're super as hot. Do we? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> um. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is not something that I was prepared for. Okay. You made your bed. Now lie in it. Oh no no no! <laughs> like I'm gonna get there. I'm just trying to get in like the headspace. It was a hot NPC. <laughs> I'm trying to get into like the character of Terrence. Yeah. Um, Roll the dice to see if it goes through. Oh yeah yeah. Let's all pick, pick a number. Well, I say just a natural one probably fails, right? Yeah. Eight. Okay. It works. Um, so you feel like um, a reverberation, a resonance through your iron ingot, and so like you are pretty confident that you have successfully communicated. Okay. Can he actually respond though? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Maybe, well, yeah, if, he's, if he's alive. He has yeah. 25 telepathic words back at us. Right. <laughs> what if it was just back at you? <laughs> you know what? Relationship. <laughs> the entire horde is in a long distance yeah. relationship with Terrence. <laughs> okay. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> Why is my bracelet talking? 
Uh, hi, guys. Good to hear from you. Glad you're okay. No, okay is one. Right? It's hard. <laughs> you get caught up on syllables. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't always have to be exactly 25, probably. It's like up to oh, 25 oh. words, so. I will be right up. What's he, what, what's he say, Tonks? Can we well, hear it? No, no, it's just it's, me. Yeah. Did he answer Aww. where he was? Well, yeah. We'll see if he does. Yeah. I think it's fair to say that there is a long pause and you're not sure if he's done. Like, that seems... You left me on red! Did, what on yeah. the <laughs> Like, this seems like a... Like, it's expedient for, like, Rebecca going to get pizza, but also, like, I genuinely no. think that Terrence is, like, very, very surprised by this. Yes. <laughs> If what, you don't have just random people pop into your head just like during the day? No, but it's not his head though. Like it's like you're communicating yeah. through metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Um, Sasha, do you have that little note I typed up for Grayson? Yeah, I handed it to you. Yeah, I did. Thank you. Oh, that's the message I'd like to t- to send when we get a chance. This one? Yeah. You remember that oh. little? Remember that little kid we bullied? I bullied, and you helped. I don't think oh, about. this is gonna be a. Let oh my god! <laughs> the little kid's We're name was Charlie. Freaking march of the children down to the kids' house. Yes. <laughs> I don't think that's okay. That's anyway, hilarious. Spencer hands you that note. <laughs> Thank you. That's amazing. That is some serious foresight. He, he knew it was coming. Um, yeah, you said last time. You get sent. Yeah, send yeah, Spencer right. doesn't know that. Not just like thinking about it, but plotting out how many words it was going to be, and then typing it on a typewriter, and then sending it in the mail to oh, me. Well, I had it all typed up. I was going to have it in my notes. I just feel like I. I was going to just keep it in my notes, but um, uh, then I re- was going to send you those other stuff anyway. So. You also oh no! Like no complaints. I just think it's mildly funny. No, it's awesome. So there's a long pause, like where you pre- you're pretty sure he's done talking, and then he says, "I must got any ideas?" I can't respond. What? Aww. Did he oh, say okay. where he was while I was getting pizza? No. Well, pizza. okay. And maybe one for Grayson as well. Well, good news is apparently he's at least alive. And oh, thank you. Uh, the only clues he gave about his whereabouts are got any ideas. So it's possible his little curse means he can't actually tell us, or else he'll teleport away again. But we don't we don't know where he is. But at the very least, he seems to be okay. Oh, thank goodness. That's good. Can you send? Can you cast it again, or just I once? I can cast it twice per day, but I'd rather save this in case we need it. Okay. Maybe if the end of the day we haven't exactly. needed it, and then no you can exactly. try again. Then he hands you the note that I get typed out, and then uh, says, "I'd like to send this when you get a chance. I'd like to send this message to." Remember that little homeless kid on the spire of sleep? 
Yes. I think that if he can get all... Because there was a ton of homeless children. And we also saw a town where they worshipped children. So I think that they'd have a lot better of a time if I could get all the children from there to Kitten Bunch. I'm just afraid that there was a lot of dangerous territory in between that town and Kitten Bunch. It's possible time has passed on the spires and they're older now. True. That's actually a very good point. There was 300 years that passed when, between us and the other group that went. So, so maybe... it's possible he might just be dead. <laughs> hmm. But I'd like to try anyway. <laughs> we let's think about it. Let's make sure that these kids would be safe and we could find a way. But this is a great idea, Spencer. Thank you for bringing it up. All right. We're going to walk up this mountain or what? Well, I say we go ahead and check out this forge. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I am going to have everybody make a nature roll to see mm-hmm. how the the journey goes. Because I think that we've covered that it takes mm-hmm. a few days to get as far as you guys are going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eleven. <laughs> Two. Oh. Hey, I got... I got... Uh, 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 I got 20 total. Aww. But not a nap, right? No, no. 20 total, but... Uh, I got 18. So the dream... <laughs> okay. Great. Oh, boy. You guys are a couple of sinkers. Okay. Um... Oh, 12. Mm. Or 11. You said 11. 11. So I would say that because you so well um, you definitely see um, a uh, blue jay type bird while you're on your way um, and the journey goes very easy for the three of you um, you you coast on your 11 <laughs> right on Gary's back yeah <laughs> I'm just um, hearing Spencer and Carvery like <laughs> Tongs gets like a bunch of like dust mm. and like that like gritty like degraded uh, granite like sand that's good. like wearing away the metal it's just like unpleasant it's just really just uncomfortable yeah um renora finds that her skin tight um like leather three-piece <laughs> suit <laughs> was very good in the city is not great hiking gear. Salad. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, okay. So I'm going to say that you guys are approximately um, past Suzdal, which is kind of the last little town. Yeah, that's the last one I have on my map. And You are fully into Gigant's Pass. Um, and it is steep going. There's a lot of switchbacks. Um, and also, the trouble is that it's very heavily wooded, and the path gets narrower mm. and narrower. Um, so you get the impression that if someone were going to try to sneak up on you, that would be an easy task. And I need everybody to make a perception check. I shouldn't have told you about how good my perception is now. Ooh, that's 20. Hey! 18. Not, not natural 20. 
17. Okay. 14. Whoa, we all kind of killed that. Yeah, okay. Um, so you see that there are a, there is a pack of wolf-like creatures um, in the middle distance. They are not close enough to have decided whether or not to interact with you yet. Wolf-like. Um, yes. Describe that. You can't see them perfectly clearly. They're okay. far enough away that even with such high scores, like, yeah. they look like wolves, but, oh, like, know. it's a strange world. There could be strange fauna. Like, we don't even have any point of reference, like, what yeah. it would be. Yeah, okay. you, like, you know what dogs are. Yeah. Um, so I imagine, like, you would have a, some conception of what wolves might look yeah. like. Yeah. Um, especially you, like, you're a city kid. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, that's fair. Gary definitely yeah. knows what wolves are. Hey, that's a wolf-like creature. Spencer goes, dogs. Because I wrote down on my enemies, sheriffs and dogs, when I first made my character. All comes full circle. Um, okay, we can either try and scare oh, the dogs the off, time. maybe. Yeah, or we can just take the initiative. I mean, I don't not- like dogs that much, but you guys just don't want to just waste a bunch of dogs in the forest. Yeah, exactly. Even if they're big no. spooky wolves. So it's a narrow path, right? We couldn't, like, go around if we wanted. No, like, the path is literally a cart width wide, presumably for merchants to get from one side of these mountains to the other. Um, And it is very heavily wooded. It would be bushwhacking and difficult for you in particular um, Mm -hmm. to get through. Like, Gary would probably have trouble if it were a field of metal poles. But, like, Gary gets special... Special treatment for even though they're big, you do yeah. not. <laughs> do I get special treatment for having goat hoops? Uh, <laughs> if you're you still six foot five, maybe. Yeah, I'm just saying, like they haven't come in handy at all previously. Nobody else's feet have come in particular handy. Raise that general, motherfucker. <laughs> like, those pictures of goats along flat walls, Carby's just sitting there, just like sideways. Yeah. Just, <laughs> Like making a bracelet. Yeah. <laughs> Just like okay. mining. Alright. Does anyone have a plan to be able to scare the wolves away? They have any like loud noises or anything like one that? One moment. I'm looking at the limitations of this one spell I might want to do. Mm. I mean, or is it, no, it's a cantrip. I mean, I could do minor illusion. Minor illusion can be That's- a big sound. Well, my could, idea is Spencer. Well, I could cast like. No, light. we just had a similar idea. No, but, we had the same one. The same minor, one. Yeah, minor illusion. But like, oh. it, it can be a sound or an object. Yeah. Not well, both. I can do that. scare a wolf. I can do that without burning a first level spell because I have oh. thaumaturgy. Well, these, oh, these okay. are cantrips. I mean, we could appear away from you. I can. Range is thirty feet, so we, to get closer to them. So you could. Having to like, go downhill into we can the forest, and then I could cast light on a pebble and I could chuck it down. I could make it seem like there's something big and bright over there. It, I, I can try to do that, sure. Okay. I mean, you can help. Mine's just a cantrip. So I can make that as my yeah, my, Minor Illusion yeah. still is, okay. like Renora's saying, it's just a cantrip. Between the three of you, you can make a really loud noise, so you just need to make yep. it seem like there's something crazy going on in the hill down there. All right. Okay. All right. I'm going to cast 
light on the pebble. I'm going to hold it in my hands. I'm going to wait until they're, they cast something. I'm going to chuck it in the direction of where they have the sound. All right, Industrial Light and Magic. What sound are we making? Like something like roaring. Like something predatory. What about the sound of a cat? I love the idea of me, Spencer, and Renora kind of leaning together and yowling. (laughs) Extra loud. Because dogs love cats. Then they'd go over to where the cat is. So you you guys are aiming this, uh, like, throwing your voice style. Yeah. Down the path, like yep. l- lower grade. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because that way it'll be harder. How far me. away can Thir- you make? Like, how far away are you making it? 30. I can only make it to 30. 30. Okay, okay, so it's 30. not that far away from you. No. Okay. The idea is that we make us sound like a cat, we wait for them to go look for it, and then we walk by. Maybe we not a cat, maybe hide. something else. We should hide behind trees first just so they don't <laughs> see people just standing in the middle of the pathway. Valid. The cat went that way. <laughs> yep. I might even climb okay. a tree. This is okay. rapidly becoming a Looney Tunes. Okay. <laughs> We're going to hide behind yeah. trees. I'm going to climb. I got a 25 <laughs> stealth. Okay, so we're rolling stealth. Mm. All right. Oh, God. Yeah. All right. All right, all right. Um, I cast rain. Pass Without a Trace on us, so we get a plus 10. I got a 35 <laughs> stealth. Oh, 21. Holy fuck. <laughs> Did you add 10? Yeah. You add Oh, 18. 18. Yeah. 16. 22. Okay. And then Thank you of thoroughly passing on traits, which is very good because the wolves have high perception mm-hmm. um, and they definitely hunt through smell more than sound. Um, but they guess. are thoroughly distracted by your <laughs> weird, like, cat noises. It works. That you guys are collectively yeah. making. Um, and they aren't really sure how to react and usually when wild animals are not sure they avoid mm-hmm. and so they kind of avoid the area that you are in and you are safe to continue your journey so on actually shocked that that works but you know what i thought some dogs were gonna bite us pass without a trace like so seriously and we you. have it up for an hour so any hey. other checks. holy shit all right. Um, I'm going to say that that gets you safely to. Uh, yeah, I would like to write. Thank you. Um, safely, uh, like to the point where there is a small sign, um, like very fairy tale, like Aww. post in the ground, like a fairy house. Um, but it's made of iron. Nice. Um, and it has in like curling like wrought iron script. Um, Vitoya's Forge and it points off the cart track and becomes like a trail. Should we go that way? Wait, it's made of iron? Yeah. It's a forge, so. Onward to adventure. Well, hold on a second, guys. Here's my, here's why I ask that. Because fey magic is very path-based. Like, if there's a magical area that a bunch of elves live in, Staying on the path becomes extremely important, but they also don't like iron. So, like, this feels okay to me. Does this feel okay to me? Can I roll something to see if this seems like it's an elf trick? <laughs> roll history. Damn elves. <laughs> or Arcana. I'll take Ugh, get They're off really my lawn. <laughs> I mean, 
Can I roll an investigation to see like what the path looks like? Like how trodden is the path? Yeah, yeah, you definitely oh, can do point. that. Yeah, I got a thirteen. I'm, I'm gonna say that you can maybe get your help because that's kind of almost a nature check. Yeah, yeah. I will assist like if you want advantage. On cool. The I'm gonna roll investigation. Okay. I, I got a thirteen to see if it feels like an elf trick. Elf plus ten. No, it oh, everything no. kind of feels like an I elf trick. I thought we had trick. the plus ten. It's for, for stealth checks. Yeah, like, I mean, walking in a path in the forest, that's oh, classic elf-stealing it business. Finish. Still the 12. Okay. 12 on investigation. Um, it seems like a not well-trodden path. It is something above a game trail and something below, you know, even a sidewalk. I think this seems like a great idea. Okay. Yeah, this seems fun. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem any more like a trick to me than anything else. Okay. You'll go... How about you go in front, I'll take up the back, and we'll have two big... Just, I love this idea. Defensive walls. Yeah. Blank. Uh. Blank. I'm right behind Tongs. Okay. okay. Um, I am going to uh, make it clear, like, you would know this. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's going to, you don't know, like, where exactly along this mountain top that you're planning on going, but if you were to try to scale the mountain or even get close to the top, it's going to take you two days from, like, where you are now to get to that point. Is the path, see, it, the path the is, path is like definitely up. up. Yeah. I've got it. Sounds good. Can I ask for someone who can't envision things? What am I looking at? You are looking at a heavily wooded forest and as the elevation has inclined um, you've gotten uh, more and more gnarled pine trees. They're becoming less um, stick straight skinny beasts and becoming kind of squat, twisted, still very dense but Mm -hmm. um, older forest. Um, And trees that have clearly been forced to deal with harsher conditions. Um, and this path kind of winds around curving. You can't see that far ahead. Um, you see the signpost and the sides split off. There's not even that much grass, um, because it's so densely wooded and the soil is so crumbly that there's not... acidic from the pine. Mm -hmm, That there's not a lot of, um, vegetation. There's a lot of lichen. Um, and there are some, uh, wildflowers occasionally. Um, I imagine Gary is taking I would like to take many samples, yes. Um, there are some, some things like that, but it's not, uh, it's not park-like. Um, it's, it's very, above all, it's, it's strange that such a heavily, um, dense forest is so dry. Yeah. Um, that's like a weird... Sounds, you're like describing like the base of Mount Etna in Sicily. Like verbatim. Without the black my, soil. My, like what the physical place that I'm referencing to describe yeah. this is like climbing up mountains at Tahoe. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's what, that's where, that's what's in yeah. my head. So it's like you're trying to get yeah. a picture. That's my, that's the picture yeah. I'm working on. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm imagining the Butte, which was right next to where I grew up, which also could fit into this description no grass because the ground's so acidic lichens very dusty very dusty and gross well, like surprising wildflowers at like random place where I like, yeah but that's because daisies can live fucking anywhere you know all right 
<laughs> so we're leaving the path to enter a trail. Okay. I love nature. All right, and this is going to be the first day of travel up the mountain, and I'm going to consider it relatively uneventful as long as nobody fails their nature check. Mm-hmm. So we're doing another oh. nature check? Yeah. So it's the next day, right? Yeah, each day okay. we do a nature check. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, that's a 23. Very nice. Um, <laughs> can I, like, cancel? I can kind of help her out. Hey, guys. Camping for the night, see uh, bats. I, I, I don't have very good nature, but I rolled a natural 20. Yeah. Oh, and also. Oh, oh. Nice. <laughs> um, can I? Um, I rolled a natural 20 on nature. Can I look for some kind of, I don't know, some kind of plant that one could eat? Sure. Uh, you rolled a twenty on nature, so I'm definitely going to give you that if that's what you want. Um, like, like a, like the sort of thing one could put in a potion, so that I could give it to Gary. Hmm. But I don't um, know if I would know what those things are. Like, are you looking for like a magical plant or just something you could eat? It is like really he's... cute to imagine Spencer like just giving Gary random plants, being like, "Here." <laughs> I think he, in his mind, he's picturing, like, a magic toadstool that a fairy would sit on in a children's book. But I'll okay. take any, anything. Yeah, no, I was, I was already thinking, like, mushroom. Um, so I'm, de- I'm totally down for that. And I'm wearing gloves, so I don't have to worry about getting their toxicity on me. Yes. Um, so you find this bright yellow mushroom, and it stands out to you, um, even though it's through, like, slightly off the path to grab it, um, and through, like, several, past several trees, because it's so vibrantly colored. Someone peed um, on it. And there's definitely some, like, <laughs> there's That's definitely some, uh, UV, um, like, added coloration to it, um, that's creating patterns on top that you can see, but nobody else is going to appreciate. <laughs> Um, and, uh, that is kind of your, your special find for the day. Cool. Then I pick it up very carefully and I go and hand it to Gary. Aw, thanks, buddy. I, I yes. Um, do you know how to make like health potions and stuff? Do I know how to? You have your. I have the herbalism. in herbalism, yeah. um, and so like I think that given time and a stable enough location to brew, yeah. you could probably create things like that. Okay. Um, we would have to use the crafting system, which right. we haven't unearthed in a while. But it but, would yes. probably be something that like back on Asteria, like if we stopped for a while and yeah, if you were you know spending the night in a place with like even like a table and some <laughs> like ceramics, you could probably pull it off. Yeah. Okay. I, I ask because um, while we're walking, are, is there any particular like plant that would be helpful to us that you would like me to keep an eye out for? Oh, that's so sweet. Are there any plants that I want? Um, we can just say that this is just instead of like maintaining your herbalism kit through like buying stuff when you're in a mm-hmm. town, like you normally you're kind of on the lookout, but you're also just collecting samples. So you can say like, anything is fine to contribute it to that. I will take out my herbalism kit and show Spencer the different plants in it. I'll say. I'm going to copy some of them into my notebook. Yeah. If you see any of these, I might send you some photos of actual really cool plants at some point. 
But yeah, that would be great. <laughs> Are do you think because like in in my in Spencer's mind, red potions come from like re, come from like Amanitas, you know? Um, is that true in your little book, or or is it like when you're making dyes, where you get like a yellow flower and it makes a blue dye? I'm gonna go with it's the second one. Woad. Woad. Yeah, it's some woad shit. Uh, yeah, the the plants that make. The reason the health potions are the color that they are is not because they're made of red plants. Got it. That one. Because video games. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he doesn't know anything. Spencer's played too many video games. <laughs> um, all right. So you guys camp for the night. Um, you find a lovely clearing uh, underneath the stars. Um, that's not too far off the path, which satisfies Spencer. Um, <laughs> he's, he's walking around. He's looking for fairies. He's like, he's looking for, uh, what are those things? Will-o'-the-wisps, you know? Like, he's like, oh, yeah. He's like, he's like, he's, he's looking. <laughs> I would like to very politely ask Gary uh, if they can help me refill my little spell gems. Because mm-hmm. um, I used both of them, but I would like to have at least one that can do detect magic again. Okay. Mm. So since we're at the end of the day and it's a ritual cast, mm-hmm. yeah, I can. I will ritual cast detect magic. I guess. Thank you. Yeah. And then, did you want another one? Yes. What else do you have that I can't do? <laughs> well, can we have one that has? Can we cast like cure wounds into one? Yeah, I guess, right? Yeah. How, wait. Why not? Can we put Revivify into one? Oh, boy. Oh. Is that uh, a ritual spell? Only if you use uh, up your diamond. Yeah. I'm not going to let you guys get infinite Revivify. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, draw okay. the line. <laughs> I'm simply saying I'm not sure if it's more useful to have the gem that we could use whenever. Because I'll have to keep it prepared always, otherwise. Or we could go ahead and just keep it. Well, I don't know if I like the idea of, like, if somebody steals our stuff, or that's a great like, I think having uh, having a gem that has cure wounds or some sort of healing thing, just in case. Well, you know, me and Spencer get into another. That's gem. What I'm wondering about is cure cure wounds is a touch one, whereas touch magic isn't. It's just like an area of effect. Okay. Can we do like if it's there's a work. gem with cure wounds, would Carberry be able to use it? Is that I think I would just have to like touch the gem to the person. But yeah, I'm, I'm pretty. Oh, okay. that's what the gems are for. Oh, okay, then yes, that... I will cast cure wounds. Oh, thank you. Okay, just have to tag the target. And then I also have something before I go okay. to sleep. I so, so Tongs, you want to send another message or what? Or is my message kind of goofy? Um, I like. <laughs> Okay. I'm just trying to think. Everyone here knows what the message says, right? I haven't yes. read it. Oh, it's the one about Kitten Bunch. It's about, they're trying to, we're trying to send a kid to Kitten Bunch, which is a great idea. It's just, it, that's a dangerous, dangerous trip. I mean, can we send it to somebody else on the spire who would help with that? Did, do we, did do we, we make know? any friends? The old not- woman probably wouldn't help. I don't think that um, the djinn would either. What if we <laughs> haunted Cassandra? <laughs> <laughs> like, Every so often. 
children if she gets them rescued. You the should send, she... you should treat the homeless children. Honestly, I have a lot of buses. Let's do it. The problem is she. For God. The, she will know that it's me instinctively. So it's me. Who cares? How is she gonna get us? What if you did a funny voice? Okay. You have a very distinctive voice with no intonation. <laughs> we'll be back. concern with this is Cassandra doesn't seem to have like a outgoing or, or kind bone in her entire body. Doesn't seem to want. But guilt. We haven't tried to motivate her by guilt. <laughs> I was trying to scare her. Yeah, Whereas I think Charlie's already on our side. Like of the people we have in that town that we can't get to anymore, I think that Charlie and the old woman are the only ones who actually Charlie? like us. Charlie, the little kid they oh, sorry, the kid. Oh, yeah, okay. I just really because didn't like Cassandra, so I wanted to talk with her. <laughs> Thought it'd be fun. Okay. I'm more worried about getting these kids somewhere okay. nice. That's, I appreciate the concern, Spencer. Let's put a pin in it for now, and we'll perhaps do this when we have a better idea about who we get contact. We could try and figure out. We never figured out who the smoke monster was. Oh, I have his diary. What? <laughs> Do you want to read his diary? Yes. I take out the smoke gazer's diary. I say we start reading this. Okay. <laughs> Before bed story. Yeah. Uh, it's in common, uh, so I just sort of disregarded it. Very well. Did I tell you what was in this thing, or do I need no. to find it? No. You said to ask you questions about it. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's, that is what I said. Also, so I'm just like, damn it. What kind of armor can you wear? Because I think I should be able to, like, I might be able to make you a set. Oh, check the players. I need to go back into, like, a different binder of notes <laughs> to the previous world. Although now we have sending. You can't get rid of any of your notes. Yeah, you they all have to all be handy all the time. <laughs> I'm not even upset. I'm just kind it's of flabbergasted. A... Um... It's only okay. been a couple of days. No, I don't uh, have any it's armor. Definitely been more than a couple of days. <laughs> it's been a week. It's been no, it's been two and a half weeks almost. What time you spent? It doesn't matter. Uh, okay. Uh, so you guys are just like reading this diary, mm -hmm. and it shows that the smoke gazer um, was kind of a dupe. I going to say douche. Douche. Yeah. <laughs> well, that too. Um, and uh, he was running around on behalf of an agent from the Spire of like Darkness, the mm. Spire of Abyss that you guys chose not to go to. Um, which there was a lot of like you, this diary is very clear that like that's not a place you want to be. Mm. So like that might not have been a bad choice. Um, so, you, so he was literally a front. Um, okay. he was an unwilling, um, body double. Um, okay. and the, the smoke gazer or midnight, um, the smoke gazer, um, and, and midnight was kind of using him. Um, so we never found him. 
Oh, midnight we was. We killed yeah, Midnight. He turned to goo. We had to leave. Like the smoke gazer we killed Midnight? No, Midnight killed the smoke gazer. Right. Mm. Before you guys walked into that box. Yes, if I remember right. correctly. Yes. You remember it's exactly. Been a while. Um, I think that was the session where I was not a part of it. So that's still like. No, you clap. were there. No, I was here for the. I was here for the fight, but not for like the the, the lead up. Okay. Yeah, I have like zero yeah. memory. Okay. Um. Yeah, because you were strapped to tongs. Yeah, um, right. Okay. Um. But yes. So. Okay. Um. Smoke gazer was slowly um manipulated by midnight to become addicted to the dust. Okay. Um. And then was a fully complicit pawn and it's honestly kind of sad damn well at some point we should maybe let Cassandra know that there's still an agent of the spire of darkness yeah does it say who midnight was talking to Um, I don't see why he would know that yeah no there's not like it was definitely a one way flow of information kind of relationship okay well, that doesn't help us know if we have any more allies. Well, we'll give it some thought. Um, anyone else? Yes. I would like to cast Speak with Plants. Okay. New spell. Cool. Um, and I will... So I can... It's So plants within 30 feet have a limited sentience and animation... I can talk to them and give simple commands. There's a few other things. Oh so boy, the morality of temporarily granting sentience is interesting. Go on. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, but I just want to be like, hey, plants. Uh, Gary here. Um, we're just passing through. It's your boy. Yeah, it's <laughs> your boy, <laughs> Gary. Um, just passing through. We're gonna try and be super chill. Have you noticed any bad things happening around here that maybe we should be aware of? Thanks. Um, I think that this is maybe something that, like, you are used to in that, like, knowing, like, trees are, are slow. Like, they live so long that they just, their scale of time is weird um and so it their response takes a little bit of time and it comes in pieces and they give you the impression that quiet is good and that the land is hard and that stillness is good and that they are glad that you are maintaining the quiet and the stillness and that there are not often disturbances to that in this area, but that you may be interested to go off um, in a specific direction, like deviating from the path, um, because there is something that one awakened such as you might find valuable to see. Cool. And they tell me kind of like, where? Yeah, they sh- yeah. Can I do an 
insight check to see if they're fucking with me. Yeah, I can't believe we're so in the middle that it's like, inside these flowers that I gave sentience <laughs> Like, to. what if, well, what if, like, someone else is, con- you know, like, what if I they're mean, magic? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah but I, if you're imbuing sentience into them. They're probably okay. Well, I mean, that depends on if you think morality is inherent or learned. Fifteen. Um, you are pretty sure that these trees are not fucking with you, or and you also are even with a fifteen, you're relatively confident that for a good large radius, you your party is the only like higher forms that are around, like fully sentient. It's dark now. Yeah, it's very dark. Okay, I'll wait until tomorrow to go off the path then. Should we take watch for the evening? Probably uh, smart. Yes. Yeah. How tall are the trees? Um, they have slowly gotten a little bit shorter as you've gotten up the mountain. Um, but I would say they are still, you know, well over twenty feet. Could I? While we're setting up camp, can I set up my uh, hammock like ten feet off the ground? Yeah, why not? Sure, you're supposed to set that. Feet off the ground. So that cool. when I'm asleep, I'm roughly level with where Gary looks. <laughs> I you are a huge block to Gary's standing vision. <laughs> well, no, not to block, but just to like be like, like when you have, like like when you're when, like when there's like a cousin or a neighbor kid comes over and then you hold them up so that they can be as tall as you. <laughs> yeah. Just like that. Cool. Cool. All right. Okay. I'll Any take other first, business? I'll take first watch. I'll take watch with. Okay. I'll take second watch. I'll take Perfect. last. Board. Board. Okay. Um, I need first watch to make perception check. Okay. Oh, uh, sixteen. <laughs> Four. <laughs> okay. I'm like fire. Uh, nice. <laughs> Ooh, nice. Nice. Cool. Um, second watch. Well, oh, I want to ask well, Tongs. Well, it's just me oh, and him, yeah. real quick. If he has tried casting sending to talk to his daughter yet. Well, that's actually what I was also going to say is that when I realize it was just me and Carver before I wake up the second watch I'm going to pull out the ironing gets and quietly to not try and wake people up I'm going to cast sending again to Medina okay okay, <laughs> okay. I'm just going to like put a hand on his shoulder so I'm you're not actually sure. doing watch yeah. <laughs> yeah. so yeah. you have a four yeah well that's the thing like it's at the end of the watch right there's like a Right before we wake everyone out. Wait, oh Grace, it's the sound of the thing. I'm going to stand around offering extremely awkward moral support. <laughs> okay. So, like normal. Like the, <laughs> the broom comforting on the <laughs> toilet. They're there. Hi. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Hi, sweetheart. It's dad. <laughs> Don't be afraid. Where are you? Are you safe? I will come and help if you're in danger. I love you. Okay. Um. Okay. I need to open a different part of my I literally <laughs> so close to just throwing up out of sadness. Oh, I know. Charged. I'm just like... 
I'm sorry, like, so no, I, I, I should have given you a heads up about sending. I should have texted you. It's, it's fine, it's I fine. Like, had I don't mind. Up. I just feel bad making you guys wait. No, so it's hard. Like, I literally, like, oh, I want you to open every binder that you have. I'm just yeah. going to keep messaging the final us. Heck, listen to the message to Alice. Let's see what she's doing right now. <laughs> Actually, that would be fine. I still want to rescue right, that fucking dragon. Hey, Alice, what the fuck is with the scale you gave me? She's like, hey guys, what the hell? I'm still in this mirror dimension. When are you going to get me out? This is the obvious response that I think we're going to get. Okay. Yeah, it was wild. It was wild to me that you're like, I learned how to send uh, messages across dimensions. Who wants to chat up Terrence? You know, go on. Here's the thing. Before I actually, I was thinking about that a lot because like Tongue is actually straight up afraid to send the message, and he may not have done it if you hadn't told him because he's so afraid of what happens if he doesn't get an answer. Oh. I need you to roll. Uh, oh, fuck. To see if it's stuck. Uh, okay, so it's eighteen. Okay. Oh. Um, so you do receive resonance back. Um, there is a long pause, um, much longer than the pause when you're talking to Terry. And it comes back. Daddy? <gasps> Are you okay? I am getting by. I will try to find you. Not dead, not dead. Not dead. <laughs> the only time it's okay to call Grayson daddy. <laughs> <laughs> there's another there's another long pause. Mm -hmm. Please be careful. Find companions to watch your back. And stay safe. They are still looking. Yes, Rory, I know. Yeah, like Thomas just there for a while, and then eventually he just like hugs Carberry, and he's like he relays the message and whatnot. He's just he's just so he's just so overwhelmingly happy that he was able to hear from her. So oh, I'm really happy for him. <sighs> okay, I will tell everyone in the morning, but for now I say we try and get some rest. Okay. All right. Okay. Second watch. Second watch. Right, that's me. Aww. So I roll a perception check. Yes. Yeah. So that's an 18. You're good. Okay. Um, third watch. Me. All right. Perception. Yes, Yeah. Um, 
struggling a little. I had it all torn off. I am a. You guys had to go and get a spell. How dare you? God damn it! Leveling up. What's that? I definitely didn't say you guys could do that. (laughs) Renora, um, off in the distance, um, sees a group of floating lights. No offense, but I'm gonna get up and just leave and go look at that. Okay. Um, how how far is the watch with that? Um, I would say it was maybe halfway through. Oh, okay. It's getting close to dawn. Like it's Who's not- gonna be last watch? Me. Jay, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and go wake up Spencer. <laughs> All right, I'm going to... Oh, I'm short. You said it's fucking hammock. Okay. I am 10 feet up in the air. Basketball jump. With the staff. Just don't care. Yeah, I'm getting the staff. I'm doing... Hey. 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 Okay, you are in a hammock and someone is jabbing your ass with a with a staff. I need you to make a dex check, like from a full sleep, how you your body reacts to this. Like a saving throw? Yeah. Uh, that is 23. <laughs> oh, okay. So, Spencer, like, flips out of... Like, <laughs> like, like, can I... Uh, like, like, um... Like that, that, uh, drunken monk thing that you know about, probably, Renora? But, like, uh... But, like, where you are actually very dexterous but it doesn't look like it he just yes. like half asleep falls 10 feet and lands very casually what the <laughs> okay, fuck do yeah, you I'll want I'm, I'm, I'm waking you up before your watch because there's some floating lights in the distance that's some face shit don't go near them no let's go look at it I'm waking you up so that I don't go alone definitely like, don't go near them do you remember in the spire of dreams or the, the dream thing Remember when we were all in the dream dimension? I mean, yes. Well, what's your follow-up statement to that? <laughs> and then Tongs... Well, I was waiting for you to say yes so that I could hear you. Um, and then Tongs chased a light and then it almost killed everyone? That's called a will-of-the-wisp and it is a fey joke. It definitely wasn't a will-of-the-wisp, but go on. <laughs> do I remember this specific incident? Like, yes, I, you were I, there. I, no, no, I'm just saying, can I clearly recall like, what it looked like? Um, and can I cross-reference to what those look like and what I just saw? Yeah. Are they the same? No. So well, what you saw before, because I think that you guys actually did end up seeing it in the like in a more clear way. Um, it's like a little it was, lantern. And then... it, yeah, it was a little lantern. Um, yeah. And these are just, I can just... These are light. like the Disney, like, Fantasia, oh, okay. like, fairy lights. Got it. Mm. Shoot. I'm say, I, I look at Spencer and say, well, where, regardless of whether you're going, I'm going. So you can either choose to let me go alone, or you can accompany me for an investigation. Well, you're definitely not going on your own, so I guess I'll go with you. Thank you. Okay, we're going to this the lights. How idea. far are they? Peer pressure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're about 50 feet into the... Oh, that's not bad. We're not going too far. Um, okay. Go far enough. And they're moving away from you. Yeah, of course they are. Um, okay. Um, I get like I try to chase them, but I realize how far we're going. So I look at Spencer. I'm like, Spencer, just do you want to stay here so you can keep watch on the camp 
So I'm someone... not letting you get taken by fairies. You've already been taken by demons, and okay. you can't Here's... even react. You can't even resist fairy magic. Here's what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna put in my AirPods so that they can't see me. <laughs> I have a question. What? Not no for Sasha. Yeah. Do I think that not being able to hear the siren call of a will of the wisp would be enough? No, because will like your your conception of will of the wisp from your like the way that you were raised. Are you okay? Yeah, I tried to put Rory down gently, and she just sort of flopped. She wanted to jump. Um, I'm thinking okay. about like Feywild will of the wisp, where like I, where yeah, like. Yeah. Alandrins or whatever lure random people to their deaths just like for a joke. Right. Your conception of like the way that you were brought up, like real Will of the Wisps, um, it's not about hearing them. It's about like the the enchantment of the light itself. Okay. I say that's not gonna work. It's fifty feet, they're moving away from us. We can be there in two rounds if we run. So but let's I'm, run. I'm going to be invisible, so maybe they won't see me, except if they look for the AirPods and they'll see me. <laughs> but they, That's not to going to work. The only pro... The, we like, it's not going to work. Is. No, that was an hour. That was an hour, two days ago. farther and farther away. <laughs> make a break for it. And you're wearing your invisibility AirPods. I put in my invisibility AirPods. AirPods. Okay. Well, whatever. You Are you chasing after <laughs> Yes, of course I am. Because whether or not she, because I realize that whether or not she's wearing her fantasy AirPods, she can't hear me anyway. <laughs> okay, um, uh, you do in fact catch up to these meandering lights. Okay, um, and as you get closer, they resolve into tiny people. They can see invisible things. Um, you can't hear it, but Spencer's walking at his speed with his arms up in the air going, they're fucking magic <laughs> fey creatures. They can see <laughs> invisible stuff. Wait, any of us up? Um, I'm not shouting that loud. The flowers are No, you can't hear me at all, so it doesn't really no, matter. But I know you're, no, you're just, the flowers because they it's like the proficiency yeah. too. So my passive perception is 17. So, okay, so I, Spencer is shouting not that far away. So, yes, you are starting to wake up. My I, perception is, passive perception is 14. Um, no. Yeah. No, you're, you're, no. I'm distracted by it. You okay. had a lot of shit go on last night. I time. am immediately disarmed by small people, um, which is funny because as a small yourself, but dangerous person. And I will say, as you, like, shout and make your presence known, like, several of these small creatures split off and like come to attend you as well and they're just like looking at you okay i take out my I stop shouting I kneel down okay i kneel are you okay and i say i well. pledge yourself myself to your service random fey creature there's no way this could ever go wrong <laughs> is that what you say out loud no but i'm just teasing tori <laughs> yeah i say hello and i hold out my hand um this, like, 
the one that's closest to you is kind of um, like a red color. Um, and he looks at you and like he looks at your hand and like <laughs> <laughs> rude and and like lights on like a branch not that far away that's like eye level with you um, and says hello. Oh, what are you? Who said that? The the, the, the one close little thing. Yeah. You. <laughs> hello. Did you, did you say what? Come yeah, on. what are you? Why can't I, like, remember anything that happened, like, four seconds ago? It's okay. Um, hello, I am a human. What are you? I am a sprite. <gasps> sprite. Hello. Well, very nice to meet you. Um, I was keeping watch over my friends at night, and I saw these dancing lights and was intrigued. You're very beautiful. I am a warrior. I am not beautiful. I am a person who stabs things. Can we switch over <laughs> to my little group? I'm going to say... When, wow. when, when these They're sprites... not talking to you. You have not spoken to them. But they can see me. There's some near me. Yeah. yeah. I, I give them a... Sure. I give them, like, a polite, like, a court bow. Like, that. They... Yes. There is a green, a yellow, and a blue sprite surrounding you and they all like do mid-air like almost like you would from like a saddle bow in reciprocation uh, i'm feeling i knelt as deference so i hope he understands <laughs> that because Lenora's i also like, say you notice that i'm kneeling right <laughs> <now>? <laughs> i also say coincidentally i too am a warrior maybe we can trade secrets and ideas a great idea with the fairies. Yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> I ask mine very politely. I say, um, uh, good morning. What brings you this way? My friends and I are traveling to the mountain to look at it. Um, what, what are you doing? What's up? <laughs> we live here. I, I, that makes sense, yeah. Is there anything around here we should look out for? Or avoid? Us. Okay. Have I, I've woken up, have I been able to figure out what's happening or, like, where they were? Yeah, you have spotted this, like, gathering, (laughs) and I would say that your natural instincts of, like, Tori, or, pardon me, Renora is, like, kneeling (laughs) on the ground in, like, what could look like supplication from far away. <laughs> and making another deal. <laughs> Spencer is, like, bowing, and, like, these things are, like, you didn't see them kind of, like, meandering, and so, like, their flight pattern is just, like, very sharp and aggressive. Mm. Um, this does not fill you with a great deal of calm. I am going to wake tongues and carvery up. I'll wake you guys up. Hey, guys, something's happening. I think mm-hmm. Renora's making another deal, and oh, I'm a little worried. <laughs> um, the, the sprite in front of you says, what kind of secrets shall we trade? Oh, what would you like to know? About- How far am I from Renora? <laughs> you are within ten feet of Renora. Can I say to Renora that I... Hey, Renora? Hey. Um... I think that we should let these fine people uh, go about their business. They live here, and we're intruding on their on their space as it is, especially so early in the morning. Well, what about our information exchange? 
You can continue with that if you wish, but I am walking back to our camp. And I give another polite nod to the sprites, and I say, um, do I, would I know if sprites speak Elvish? You would probably assume that they do, because they look very much like tiny elves. I, I very, in the most stilted, old-timey elvish that I can muster, I say something along, along the lines of, For, forgive my young friend, um, her, her, her uh, brusqueness in manner, uh, and have a good morning. And I walk back to where we live. The yellow one that's kind of like the closest that you're passing, um, like gives a small nod to you and says, thank you, half brother. You as well. Aww. I'm going to go back to the t- camp and explain everything I know about sprites and also keep as close an eye on Renora as possible. I get the hands. So I rummage through my bag for just like random shit. I find my permanently out of focus binoculars, <laughs> and I just put it on the ground. I say, "I think you could do a lot with these," and then I just try to walk away. <laughs> the red person that you've been talking to says, "I cannot accept this iron gift." How do I? Iron? They're metal, my dude. <laughs> Steel is also bad. And Steel is iron. Random shit in my bag. I picked the worst one. I didn't choose for you. Um, this is going great. I love this. I want to start fights. Yeah, I'm ready. To leave a trade unfinished is considered bad luck. Oh. Well, I take the binoculars back and I say, let me exchange this for something that would be more meaningful to you. Then I just kind of sit there because as a monk, I don't really have a lot of stuff. So I say, wait, will you be here if I go back to camp and return? I will trade my staying here for your return. And Renor, who just doesn't fucking understand if that means the deal is closed <laughs> because there's two sides trading something, is like, so, okay, um, yes. Walk away, walk back to camp. Is everyone awake? Yeah. Okay, yeah. guys. <laughs> Very sleepily, like, putting on... Putting <laughs> <laughs> one arm through the sleep. I have made first contact. <laughs> I have already explained the concept of sprites to everyone here, which is essentially, as far as I know... Correct me if I'm wrong, Sasha, but warrior-like fairies. Yeah, sprites would probably be insulted if you called them fairies. Right, um, that's why I say it kind of... that you know. Right, I'm um, explaining it to them in common. Yeah. So, so Spencer, I can, I'm not going to try to imitate Spencer, but the gist of what he tells you... Just you to do this. Yeah. <laughs> and talk very quickly. <laughs> um... <laughs> um the gist of what he tells you is that sprites are very similar to fairies in appearance, but they have a very different culture, um, and they have a martial culture, but they still adhere to trades and deals, but they're more amenable to kind of abruptness and, like, an, a, for what they would be an absence of politeness, but, like, 
for probably most of you is still like in its excess of politeness. Um, and that they are tricksome, but overall a lot more honorable than some of the other fake creatures you might run across. But also, I don't want to fight them. I, I keep that up like, hey guys, I 100% don't want to fight these guys. Um, do you make it known that you're looking for something to trade? I'm trying to get there. So, I'm like, you know, I do not carry a lot of possessions, but I think it would be wonderful if we made good with these people. Does anyone have any gifts that they would like to maybe offer to them? Yeah. I have some moonstones, a crab shell, and some medium seashells I got from the ocean. So. That's pretty cool. There is yeah. an ocean around here, so maybe yeah. I would find that novel. I have oh, a rabbit's foot. I will give this to you because if you're if what you're saying is correct and they don't like iron, am I just like the boogeyman? You stay over <laughs> here, my dude. Not go near yeah, them. I feel like I should not be Mm. <laughs> uh, I hand Renora my rabbit's foot. Okay. Oh. So. All right, I'm holding. Okay. I guess. What was the rabbit's foot from? I, 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 I think I stole it from a shop on the Spire of Sleep. Okay. Interesting. All right, I'm going back into the forest. I'm, I'm gonna, holding my goods. But it's I'm like one go- of those keychains, I think. Yeah. I'm going to go with Renora. I'm going to stop a little further back, but just kind of in the middle between where camp is and where she goes. Not letting her out of sight. Yeah, yeah. So I have my all my things, and I put them down one by one and explain what each of them are to the red sprite. Okay. And Emphasizing the idea of the ocean. I'm not trying to like make him feel like he's stupid, but I generally don't know if they know what that is. <laughs> um, he looks at you and he goes, are these gifts? These are gifts. Well, then I am obliged to thank you. Accepted. In exchange for this lovely gift, we give the gift of safe passage. You and even your friend who is a cage have no fear. (laughs) (laughs) That's essentially what you are. (laughs) Please proceed. Thank you, sir. I just turn and leave it at that. They like a roughness, so we're chill. All right. Spencer is just like, he's about to have a goddamn panic attack. Like, (laughs) like we can see five sprites, but in Spencer's mind, he's just like, I have seen a cloud of 200 sprites. I don't (laughs) think that we need, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Cool. All right. Shall we keep trucking? Well, you know that the place that the trees told you about was a couple hours walk farther into the forest away from the path. Okay. So, yeah, I'll say, well, I don't know how you guys feel about this, but I talked to the trees last night, and they said there was something super cool a few hours that way. Let's and do I it. point through the forest. Even in those skin, you're just going to the goddamn Lorax. <laughs> I love to the trees. Yeah, I speak to the trees. They were they seem really nice. I don't know how you guys feel. It would mean going off of the path, but Well, I'm cool with well, that. Well we have safe I... passage, do we not? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's true. And I trust a tree and I trust the word of a sprite, so sure. Yeah. I'm into it. Also, they said they like it when it's calm, so maybe we could try to be calm. It's a new concept for us. I kind of look right at Spencer. As long as nobody else goes off the path to talk to some goddamn fairies. 
They're not fairies, Spencer. All right. I, 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 I start walking towards where I look I right at her, and I say sprite in Elvish. And then I say, I don't know the goddamn word for this in common. <laughs> A++. Plus plus. Um, okay. Uh, you guys go in that direction, and you come across... Um, a large pool of water um, and above that pool um, reaches a sheer rock face and over that spills a beautiful cascading waterfall mm-hmm. um, however standing in the center of the waterfall um, and being like crashed down upon the waves and it's strange that there's no erosion is the figure of a Skeleton wielding a staff. Ooh! What kind of thing is it wielding? A staff. A staff. Like a wooden staff? It looks like it is wood in terms of like that's what the statue is depicting, but the statue is made of the same stone that the ship was facing. How big is it? It is 40 feet tall. <laughs> oh, skeleton. Does it look like the skeleton's moving? No. Okay. Can I do a perception check to just kind of get a lay of the land? See yes. if there's anything else that's weird. Uh, um, 15? <laughs> yeah. Um, you... This is a place of quiet reflection. Mm. Um, and, like, there is some bird song and some creatures of the forest that you would sense, but it's it's not dead, but it's it's stiller than it should be naturally. Like, it's as though everyone is on their best behavior. This place is great. I'm going to sit down and meditate for a little bit. What's the temperature? Um, it is pleasant. It's not, like, gross. It's still morning, um, so it's actually a little chilly. I want to take a bath. <laughs> okay. In the sacred pool? In the sacred spring. How do I know it's sacred? Because the there's a statue, and it feels magic. <laughs> but sure, I'm not saying this. No, I'm going to kneel and wash my face. Okay. I will not swim, but I will do that. Okay, you go to wash your face, and the water is fucking cold. <laughs> like, can I get it on my face? Yeah, you okay, can get so it on it. your face, okay, but yeah. the water is really fucking cold. <laughs> well, all my pores are just fucking open. Then. <laughs> I don't know which point cold is. I cool. am going to try to forge a little thing and cool it in the water and see if it gives it any properties. Ooh, I'll help her okay. with that. That's cool. Okay. Um, you got, you figure out what you're forging. I'm going to deal with you. Okay. Wait, you um, are... I have, I, I have, if you guys are going to forge something, I have a, I have two requests if you're getting yes. your forge stuff out. Um, he says very quietly, because it feels like we're in a church. He says, um, could you make me some kind of thing that lets me speak with animals? Is that possible? I feel like that's more Gary's domain. Well, I mean, yeah, I but... technically, 
the way we had worked on the enchanting is that I can give effects to things. I don't know if it has to be limited to an effect that is a spell I can produce. I know that I can give, yeah, like... it has to be something you can do. And, like, because you're a sorcerer, like, okay. your spells are adaptable, and so, like, I'll hear arguments, but, right. like, it has to be something that you can do. So if it's a spell, it has to be something that I can do, but what about, like, before we had effects, like, plus two to certain... I will actually also take anything that's from the random sorcery table. Interesting. It's a lot. Okay. Um, but but they're I, weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can I still do um, effects like I would like to this to give a plus one to AC or whatever like that? Because we um, did that before. Yes. But I'm going to say that the clearance for how high you have to roll to make those things is going to get difficult because otherwise things are going to get crazy. <laughs> yes, that's, that's totally fair. The other... Um, the other thing I was thinking about making is I have a tiny diamond and I was wondering if you could set it on the end of a stylus so that I could make a thing to like cut glass or etch in metal. Okay. That seems That's interesting. I don't know if I want to do that with what we're doing right now because yeah. I'm specifically experimenting with this water. Exactly. So I say we keep, we don't try and make it purpose. Like we just give it a object and see if anything happens with it, right? Yeah, that's what I want to try first. Okay. Th then I'm going to so take out my big metal bowl and I'm going to scoop some of the water up and I'm going to put Harold in it and then I'm going to try and meditate next to Gary. <laughs> that's adorable. That's sweet. Because okay. I, I bought a big metal bowl in town. I didn't tell anybody. <laughs> I can make something that makes somebody else turn blue. <laughs> <laughs> You're blue. You're blue. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Um, so. Gary, uh, while you are meditating, you see this figure of the skeleton appear before you um, in the kind of glade that, you, that is your meditation space. And they approach you, and they sit down across from you, and like near your meditation position, and they rest their stave across your knees. Um, and they say, "Well, young Oh, thanks. It's nice to be here. Like a piece of wood or something. I see that you have started to understand the value of death." And its effect on the natural world. Yes, I definitely have been starting to understand that. What is your understanding of this place? It feels very holy and quiet and calm. It's a very nice place to be. Well, I think, no problem. This place that I guard symbolizes the true boundary between life and death. It is just a symbol, not a literal veil to another world. However, because I sense in you the power to truly understand what I am, and the place that I guard, I will, if you so desire, bestow on you a quest. <gasps> Side quest! <laughs> and this is a path to a 
to wield it, you will have the power of the sentinel. Oh, cool! Sick. What is that? I know what a sentinel is, but what does that do? Yeah, but like, what do you get from the... It like lets you hit things either run away from you. Amazing. Yeah. It makes you really good, like, at guarding people's backs. But yeah. It means that if you get an opportunity to attack on someone, they can't run from you. Yeah. Oh, shit! Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. I have a crafting question. Okay, um, as soon as we take care of this. Um, And learn to wield it, right? Yes. That sounds awesome. I will do my best. It is not often that I encounter old brothers and sisters of the forest, such as yourself, and druids besides. And I wish you well. Thank you. I wish you well as well. And then they, they slowly, like, fade. Sweet. Uh, okay, so where cold means that things don't die. Yeah. The death never comes. The death never comes. What does that mean? Um, I'm I'm sitting there right next to them, trying to meditate. <laughs> can I? I'm gonna roll a wisdom check to see if I can pay attention long enough or focus long enough to be calm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say that because of the place that you're in, you have advantage. Because right, the first one was a ten, <laughs> and the second was a fifteen, so I got I got sixteen to be able to sit still long enough <laughs> to even try to meditate. <laughs> you are successfully meditating, um, and it's. It's hard to do, not just because, like, it's, you just have a little bit of, like, the need to move constantly, um, but also because Harold is very happily taking a bath, and so, like, your vision is wild right now, um, like, it's it's in this, like, metal reflective bowl, like, (laughs) and water, and then a different thing, and then also moving, yeah. Um, so that's like a lot to visually process um, but you find like a physical center a physical grounding that lets you kind of ignore and like just let that visual information kind of pass through and by you um, and it's a good place it's nice crafting Yes, my question was, if I decide to craft an object without wearing the armband and enchant it, can I just roll this to see what effect it has? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> that sounds really fun. I'm going to say that, like, there is a non-zero chance that it might affect you as well. Fair enough. Because <laughs> <laughs> you said I could pick effects on here. Yeah. And I imagine it would be pretty tough if I wanted to pick a specific effect, and that's fair. Like, it would have to be um, basically the same as casting a spell. I just want to know if I could 
do a random enchantment on something. Yeah, do a random do enchantment. Random. I mean, last time you experimented with random magic, you turned into like a fucking panther. So that's true. I mean, well, it worked out. This one yeah, it worked out. One that says you cast polymorph on yourself if you fail the saving throw, you turn into a sheep for the spell's duration. Uh, that's eight hours. When you already have the horn. And we're on a goddamn mountain. What's yeah. the worst that could happen? Roll it. Roll it. Well, first, we're making a circlet. Wait, is that... Okay, is that, we're making some, two different things. Yeah, I'm going to make, like, a little ring, too. Okay. But I think we should make something delicate so that it's not too noisy in yeah. the forest. So we're making an oak circlet that has metal tracery in it. Okay. And we're... When it's red hot and probably on fire, we're going to dip it in the water to cool it. Okay, sounds good. Um, Are you also, while you're doing this, trying to enchant, like, do a random enchantment? I'm going to do that afterwards. (laughs) I imagine for this, because of the delicate, we're looking for the effect, I'm wearing the armband to try to... Okay, so you um, dip this circlet into the water. Um, And what metal are you using? What metal do I have? Good question. This is important. Because I think you have iron and got... I have have iron and steel. I have silver and copper. I feel like we should... Don't you also have some platinum? I don't have platinum. I mean, I have a platinum star, but that's not... I'm not using that to make this. Oh, yeah, you took... Because I remember Uh, stealing. I will... Silver and copper. (laughs) Yeah, I have silver, copper, and bronze. I will use... Not from her. Not trying to steal it from her. No. From the wall. Both of you have sticky fingers. Yeah. These two people in the party. <laughs> I I will say Gary has stolen something now. So <laughs> yeah, the exception that proves the rule. Um, silver. I will use silver. Okay. Um, you dip it in, and strangely, it does not steam. Interesting. Does it? Is it still hot? Um, it's not still hot when you take it out of the water. It just doesn't okay. make that, like, hissing, boiling, like... Okay. Interesting. Does it... Can I tell if it is, has done anything particular to it? Uh, you're gonna burn one of your detect magic? I'm gonna ask you to do it, because you actually have that spell. Yes, I do. Wanna make sure. Yes. Identify. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, this, uh, circlet will now allow the wearer to speak to the recently deceased. Oh, sweet! Cool! Oh, that's terrifying. Sweet. Okay. Okay. You can already do that. I can do that, so I'm saying, which of the rest of you thinks that that's going to be? I don't think it would be responsible to you, which is Spencer. That's a bad Sorry, I have, like, necromancy tendencies at this point. Necromancy. There's a lot of necromancy to go around. Yeah. I'm just picturing... Somebody dying, and then the next person hears Renora. <laughs> as the voice of our group, I feel like you would probably get good. Did you make this. this circlet with your horns in mind? I think I probably made it with like an open so that it can yeah. kind of. Okay. You just sort of yeah. place it on. I have not made myself anything yet. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh. take, it, take the circlet. Okay. Dipped in the pool. What if. Is there. Does this pool have a name? Not when we you know. know. Okay. Amazing. You could say a pool um, on the side of Spitoya's Gorge. Um, you could call it like the. Hmm. The Skeletarn. A tarn is a mountain pool. Skeletarn! Oh That's my his God. name. <laughs> 
that's <laughs> okay. I, all right. Well, that's rad as hell. Do I have time to make just like a very simple like ring? And I mean, you can stay here as long as you want, but it's gonna get dark. I guys have spent a few hours here already at this point. I've just been watching. I will deal with the wild hours. magic enchantment at a later time. I would like to wade into the water. Okay. It's very cold. Um, and walk towards the sculpture. Okay. What? And to when I get to it, I'll leave. Uh, I took a stone from the the bridge between the spires. I want to just leave it there. Okay. Yeah. Does the water give me any sort of feelings besides very cold, extreme cold? Yeah. Harold it's likes it. Very cold. It's very clear. Hmm. Do I see anything in the bottom? Yeah. Um. You can clearly see the bottom mm-hmm. all the time, and there is like kind of a an underwater but but elevated path to and from the sculpture. Mm-hmm. But on either side of that, it gets very deep, and it's not really sure. You're not sure how deep it gets because it's clear all the way to the bottom. Interesting. So like, are there like, look like anything else. fish or something or any? Plants in there. It looks like there are some small fish. Is there a staff? Yeah, is there a staff? No. Okay. Why is holding the staff? Do you tell a statue? It's like the whole thing is a statue. Oh, so it's not the actual staff. I'm gonna stop meditating. Did 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 Gary tell everyone her their quest? No. So we don't even know we're looking for a staff. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. Can I, um, stand there and ask the... I wouldn't know the statue's alive. I'm going to ask the statue anyway. I'm going to say... No, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to try and very carefully dunk one of my daggers in the water. Okay. Are you, like, walking out to the statue, or are you just, like, standing on the bank? Oh, the water's really cold. I think I'll yeah. just stand on the bank. Okay. You just dip your knife in this thing, in the water. It's clean now. <laughs> okay. Because it's like, it's like steel or something, so I probably wouldn't... I was just concerned it might not like it. Um, but it doesn't seem to hate it. No, nothing happens. Okay. All right. Keep pressing on towards the forge. We head back towards the path deck. Yeah, probably. Yeah, let's not go through there. Because it's getting late, right? Oh, yeah, maybe. Like, by the time we get to the camp, Was there any, like, uh, stopping point along the way, like, any clearings, like, in between here and the trail? No, it's pretty bad. It's, it's been bushwhacking. It's then, been slow going. Then let's camp here for the night, and then tomorrow we'll start fresh. Do we take our stuff with us, though? Yeah. Yes, we did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like well, we always we're, we're do. Leave come on, right? Tori. Oh, yeah. Come on. Yeah. yeah, you're good. Okay. Yeah. All right. All so right. long yeah. rest. All right. Are you guys keeping watch? I'll keep first watch. I'll keep the uh, second watch. First watch. Roll perception. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's so many. It's twenty-five. Great. You see Jack. It's <laughs> all so chill. Second I- watch. Uh, seventeen. You're great. Okay. Next. 
Third watch. I would like to take last again, if that's possible. Okay, well, how many watches do we have? Wait, is that's that not only? my choice. Is it three watches or four watches? I have no idea. I don't. I don't tell you guys what to do. <laughs> I like the three a.m. watch. Oh boy! Come always, on! Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> All this shit always happens. I'd like to get one like good night's sleep. <sighs> yeah. What? What? What's going on? I mean, it's not always bad. Sometimes you get sprayed. Sound. That could have been bad. Oh. <laughs> but it would have been a fight. Sound. Would have been a fight. We lost. Not necessarily. Yeah. No, I, I know not necessarily, oh, but... Oh, okay, man. I'm on our side. Yeah. <laughs> just scary. Yeah. just touch him and just... <laughs> um, so you see a, um, a parade um, <laughs> passing by in the extreme distance, um, but it's very dark, um, and these... These figures um, that are passing by in kind of a procession um, are silvery, smoky figures passing by in the far distance. (laughs) (laughs) By far distance, like how far? Um, Renora remembers what happened when she woke up Spencer and how he wasn't helpful. 200 feet through the tree. I was actually extremely helpful, Renora, but... And he Whatever. lived about him. <laughs> That's pretty cool. So I'm gonna wake up Tongs. <laughs> okay, like, are you on the ground? The only yeah. one they didn't like. Tongs didn't go off the ground. Tongs is probably no. standing up, just yeah. like. <laughs> so, in the vein of last night, I'm seeing some other things. Yeah. I'm gonna throw out the phrase "ghost parade." What an unfortunate phrase, I have to say. So, I'm seeing some... Come on, let's let's go. So, I'm going to get a little closer to the... How how far was the ghost parade? 200 feet? All right, we're going to get 100 feet from the ghost parade. That's okay. I'm going to try to do stealth. Yeah, that name is going to stick. I don't even know what it is a now. A stealth check? Yeah. You're asleep. Stop having feelings. I know, I just... Oh, dude! 23. These are possibly the two worst... <laughs> Possibly the two worst people to go and talk to put what is definitely an extra planer object, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, Spencer's definitely in that so Honestly, we can get close. We could get to 50 feet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you guys are pretty confident that you're being sneaky. Um, and you get to 50 feet. Um, and it's, as far as you can tell, that's what it is. It's a, it's a procession that looks like it has some royalty in it. How big? Um, fifty people. How 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 large? Oh, how tall? Like like humanoid like height. Human. Humanoid height. So, Tom doesn't really have that much experience with like the Fey Wild or anything like that. But like he read children's stories like to his kids when they were younger. And like beyond that, like does this seem like a malicious thing? Like do, does he get the sense that this evil? It's just like a nat- common occurrence. This seems like. A story that you're not in. But then, gotcha. Like, it's, like it's, this seems like a quest object for a quest you're not taking. Oh, okay. Where it's like, okay, this is important, but probably not to me. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. I, I turn to her and I say, 
there's obviously something going on here that we're not aware of, and I feel like hopping into this thing without context might or might not be dangerous. Um, they don't seem to be that threatening at the moment, but we yeah. would be interrupting their parade if we went over there. Can I do, like, would it help for me to do, like, a religion check? Sure. Yeah. I might get a plus two to that. Fine. I never get to fucking use my religion. I know. You're so, so religious. Sad. But I you know, never, but I never get, you don't act it. That's the thing. I already did an inside check, basically, right? Like, that's what I would get. Fifteen? This doesn't seem to be religious in nature. And I don't think that your faith yeah. um, had a lot to do with, like, the afterlife. But it is to have to do with afterlife. How so? But that's why I'm asking. Does it have to do with yes, afterlife? Yes, it seems like it has to do with, like, ghosts. Like I don't want ghosts. to interfere, but I also, like, want to just know. Well, we can't ask them because that would be interfering. Because we just got a fucking circlet that lets you talk to dead people. So well, it's on Carberry. Well, it's not that we haven't even tried talking with them in general. Yeah, like true. I could just understand us. But if Tom's like tells me not to do it, I won't do it. That's my whole thing. Is like I'll we'll just listen to Tom's. Are there like there's no stragglers, right? There's, not there's anyone... no stragglers, and I will say that like it's it was three in the morning when you guys decided to do this, and I would say as stealthy as you were, you probably took a little bit more time. Um, and so I'm going to say that it's, like, pre-dawn mm-hmm. at this point. Um, and they're starting to dissipate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Should we talk to them before it dissipates? Or should we not interfere at all and be yeah. anthropologists about it? I'll, you know what? I'll step out from behind the tree that I was hiding. I'm just going to wave. I'm just going to wave them off into the distance and see if they react. I do the same thing. Just like baby Tom. <laughs> this this parade of like elaborately dressed people all in shades of gray and mist like winds past you through a path that is definitely no longer on the ground um and there are people of all ages and um they're clearly all of high rank but they're they're very diverse beyond their um exquisite and elaborate garb um and there are a couple of like palanquins and then there are litters. Um, and on the back of one of these raised chairs is like a, a child, like a footman, that, like a young person. Um, and he seems to notice you, but it's not clear whether or not he's acknowledging your wave or just that was part of the pattern. Uh, I just bow and let them pass unless they okay. talk to us. Yeah, me too. That's all. They disappear. Yeah, if they want, if they had anything to tell us, I feel like they would have. And interrupting their ceremony may not be a good idea. I like a tongue, can I say. Who yeah. is supposed to be fourth watch? Me. Or is fourth last? Yeah. Then it's me. Like nobody woke you up. No. Well. But we're still. I was just like we're still there, and I was yeah. just gonna say like you know I don't have an appreciation for aesthetics, but I was moved by that. I think there's something calming about watching something like this, just the bridge between that, but it's uh, it definitely makes your skin crawl a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I go wake up, Spencer. Yeah. Okay. I take my watch. Roll perception. Oh, buddy. I can't do that math. 23, maybe? 15 plus 7? 
You see everything, and nothing happens. 22. Thank you. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, um, since I'm the last watch, can I make, uh, can I heat up some water in my little pot? Yeah, you want to make some coffee? Yeah, I, okay, so when everybody wakes up, I make, um, one coffee, two teas, and two, um, cups of hot water. And I okay. give Renora and Tongs the hot water, and I give, uh, Gary and Carby the tea, and I give myself the coffee. Sounds good. Spencer? Can I have the grounds? The used up grounds? Yes, I would like the grounds. Oh, sure, why not? I give her the little the little uh, scarf I've been using as a filter, and I'm like, well, yeah, there you go. Cool. I'm just going to put that in my bag for later. I feel like this is a sign of friendship from Spencer that I got something brewed. <laughs> I will drink it. Do you wait? Do you not like tea? Would you prefer a hot water? No, no, I like tea. It's just I see that you're giving these two just hot water and me something with something in it, and I'm like uh. you and Gary because Renora. I don't drink substances that aren't water, and Tongs can't drink anything, so I'm just giving him something to hold so that he feels included. <laughs> oh, I was going to say Tongs is like halfway in the middle, like doing like the face grip where he like pours it over his shoulder. You need like, one of those uh, cups that like it's an illusion cup where you think it's full. Yeah. It's pleasantly warm because I imagine yeah. one of your keener senses is heat. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's really yeah. precious. Just so he's included. Oh, thank you. Cool, right. cool. What are you guys doing? Let's head back to the trail and go over to the forge. Okay. Yes. Um, we are gonna hit the road. Okay, so you guys are booking it up the mountain. Um, and it is getting progressively more rocky, and the trees are getting progressively more sparse. And, um, I'm not gonna make you guys roll perception or anything. This is gonna be really obvious. The trail is... Um, becoming slightly more wide um, because it has to, because it's built into the side of the rock um, mm. as it switchbacks up the mountain as it becomes steeper and steeper. Um, and there are statues of um, different uh, races um, and Around their necks hang signs that say in every language that you know and many that you do not, including Thieves Can't, Thieves Beware. That would be a good sign to write in Thieves Can't, just so it's like we see you. Can I go over to the dwarvish one and get tongs? How do you mean? What? Go over to the dwarvish one and get tongs. That does like no, no, no. Get tongs, the guy, and bring him over to the one that's in dwarvish. Okay. I'm gonna yeah. point up at it and explain the message, and also like wh- like the names of the letters and like some dwarvish word that has the be- it begins with those letters, and like yeah. s- sort of a sort of a. a introduction to dwarvish as a as a sort of a concept i feel like tongs has like a smattering of spoken dwarvish but probably no written dwarvish yeah exactly and and for for the image so you can picture it grayson he he hasn't asked you if you want to learn dwarvish yeah he's just brought you over and he starts pointing out stuff and he says okay these are your this isn't this is like an unvoiced fricative this letter is also the letter for the beginning of of 
bear. I could tell you a little short story about a bear that could help you remember it, but we're not going to do that right now. There's, uh, there's like old high dwarvish, and then there's like new dwarvish. New dwarvish has fewer letters, um, but old high dwarvish is like the religious stuff. Um, this is like uh, whatever it is, and then he's just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like trying to help you. Tom's <laughs> like nodding along the same way you would like a toddler that comes up to you and really wants to show you their like rock collection. And you say, and this one's like really shiny. He's like, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he's like, actually, he's like, Tom's being a dad. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh. Um, but I do grab Spencer, like I pat him on the shoulder. I say, well, obviously we need to be aware that whatever we're going to find this forge there's going to be obviously lots of weapons armor or enchantments worth stealing and i just ask that you please touch none of it no yeah of course but do you understand the thing about the letter t you see how it looks like that actually explain that to me again one more time let's uh, Okay, so it's 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 shaped like that to make it easier to read in low light, right? Like Elvish is all I point over at the Elvish one. Elvish one, you can't see shit in the like if if you were to write something in a in a in a without any light in Elvish, this is like raised a little bit. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. All right. Okay. So I just while we're walking, I want to show Gary my circlet from the pool. Oh, it's really nice. I think uh, Tom <laughs> said that it allows me to speak to the dead. Oh, like, I'm not sure how I feel about having that power. Six cents kind of thing. But it's really pretty. It is really pretty. Yeah. How was your uh, swim in the pool? How did you feel about it? Very cold. Why are y'all just chatting? We're walking. Oh, we're walking. Oh, I'm saying this. I don't know what's oh, happening. No. I was like, you had a bunch of scary statues. That's it? We didn't Thieves beware. Thieves beware. Okay, cool. And I tried to teach uh, Tongs a little bit of Dwarvish. Out of nowhere. Improv linguistics. (laughs) His god Um, speaks Dwarvish. So, you Oh, I was just, I just wanted to show it to Gary because I feel like Carby doesn't know what to do with it. (laughs) Continue up the mountain. But you were also talking about your mission. Mm-mm. Wait, what? Nope. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. So. I just said it was cold. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> so. Up the mountain. Okay. Um, How far out from the peak are we? Oh. It is. We'll reach it by today. Yeah. By the way, as we're walking, I'm paying very close attention to the statues. I'm looking for details that are either exceptionally fine or, like, would not be very practical to, like, like make naturally. Make an investigation check with advantage. Because I feel like you have a not uh, unknown. Twelve. Twelve with advantage? That's he's, the best you got? Was, I got he's not a book smart kind of guy. Yeah, I guess. Um, I mean, you don't know a lot about stone working, I guess. Um, they are very detailed, but like it's unclear whether it's just like... Good craftsmanship or something nefarious. Please continue up. Um, you are getting closer and closer to the peak. Um, it's getting warmer. There are almost no trees. Um, it's getting scrubby. Um, the air is very dry. Uh, and you can see kind of um, smoke or steam rising out of the top of the mountain. Um, and then as you come around a curve, uh, you see a little village in front of you. 
Oh. Or you want to be on your best behavior. <laughs> or very nice people. Yeah. Barbara, please take a leave. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I feel like you can't like tell the ambassador. You yeah. can't tell Carpree to take the lead because then she panics. It has to be like somebody else does badly. And she's like, oh, I guess it has to be me. Hey, I believe in you, Captain. <laughs> All right. Captain we'll Abino. Approach the village? Yeah, we approach the village in a very non-threatening manner. I know I keep asking how big things are, but this isn't like a like a little people village, right? No, 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 no. Like, this things is, are normally sized. Yeah, like, I mean, they might be actually a little big for Renora. Renora's a small. Oh. So, wait, why why are we here, if anyone asks? We wanted to see... Oh. We just We're wanted to see... The truth! Yeah, yeah. Tongs really wanted to see the forge. Cool. We we have have we're on a mountain. I want to go skiing. That's like my covered. Yeah. There's no snow. It's a we volcano. Were the, we were on the road, and then we saw a sign for the forge, and it sounded really interesting. And we've got Tongs with us, and we just wanted to check it out. Yeah. And Carby, you're both metal workers. Yeah, but, but Tongs is like at, like very obviously metal. That's a volcano. It's not active. Like it's not currently smoking. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah it's it's a thing. Thing. Okay. Yeah, All right, Back village. into fantasy world. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, what are you guys doing? Walking, Walking very non-threateningly into the village. Okay. Um. I would say that you would definitely notice this, and you probably would too. But you were more used to working with bigger things. Um. There is a weirdly large quantity of metal used in the construction of these buildings hmm. um, in a way that like would be more akin to how like us contemporarily in yeah. the real world think of like steel being like an integral part of building things like it's um, impractical it's way too expensive to build buildings out of right now right yeah yeah um that i don't think that even in the exterior like aside from like maybe a couple of like intentional like architectural masterwork mm-hmm. projects there would be much steel construction um but there is a lot here um which is weird for like a small village yeah. like it's not like there are skyscrapers or anything but there are like other it's... buildings but made out of metal what the yeah. hell is happening we have some loaded individuals i suppose well let's go ahead and check it out Okay. Um, and as you approach, you start to see the people of this village, and they are moving about. And you notice that um, all of them are wearing what looks to be blacksmithing tools, um, but also some very specific gear. Um, mm-hmm. They all have um, these uh, head scarves. Um, that kind of drape the their upper body, um, and they have uh, big um, blacksmithing goggles with smoked glass. This is aesthetic. This is so aesthetic. Um, it's very metal. We're in, <laughs> um, this. We're in the steampunk village. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're otherwise wearing like different colors. Um, and now that you're like paying closer attention, there are maybe one or two people that aren't garbed this way, but almost everyone to a person is. Does it look like the entire village is built around something? Like, there's is there one like major edifice or something? There like is a long, 
road. It's it's a one road town. Yeah. Um, but there is a a um a larger building towards the end of that road. Um, that looks to be like maybe more heavily trafficked. Okay. It might be hard to tell because of what they're wearing, but do we get the sense that these people are lots of different races, or does it look like they're all, like, humans or all elves or something like that? They definitely look to be of discernibly many races. Okay. Okay. Okay, well, I certainly want to check out the building that's at the end of the road, so how about we just walk through and perhaps see if there's someone that's friendly that can tell us what's going on? Yeah, sounds good. Okay. As we walk... I want to look at all the people and see, I'm assuming they're noticing us, but do they look angry that we're here or whatever? No, they they kind of do what you would, you've seen in the streets of Stelka um, mm-hmm. and some of the smaller towns that you pass through where like it's, you know, you might get a polite nod, but not a whole lot else. I, I, I have a, I would like to do two things. One, put my hat on the back of my head so that it, I, I appear more open. And two, um, are there, like, the goggles and the scarves, do they seem religious, or does it seem practical? Uh, do an insight check. <laughs> I got a natural 20. I don't know what my insight thing is. I think that you don't need to check because you got a natural 20. It's plus um, one, so that's pretty good. They seem, <laughs> they seem practical. They seem practical. Sure. All right. Uh, walk to the, towards the building at the ends. Um, you get there, um, and uh, it's a closed-up door. Um, like it doesn't appear to be like a shop front, um, okay. so much as potentially someone's home, like maybe a a place where there are workers, but like it's not a, a, for public use, maybe. Any guards around or no guards. Is there Anyone a big sign? No. You can ask, like, there are people I, passing in the street, like, you could ask someone. Carver, do you want to maybe see if someone knows where... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, the slow turn. <laughs> I, I could ask somebody. Okay. I'm pretty right. likable. As long as you don't yeah. get to know me. Go ahead, Spencer. Just trying to figure out what this building is, and maybe where the actual, if this is the entire town of Stelka's Forge, or if there's a specific... Forge, but yeah. I'm going to ask someone who has their scarf and goggles and doesn't seem hurrying. Like, it doesn't seem like they're trying to get to a meeting or something. Yeah, sure. Um, you, like, stop a random passerby, and you say... Politely. And I say, uh, pardon me, we are a traveling uh, group of uh, adventurers, and uh, we collect knowledge and history and stuff. And two of our, our party are, uh, one's a blacksmith and another is a, a craftsperson of metal. And, and I'd like to know where we are and why everything's made out of metal. Hi. Hello. Um, you've come to the right place. Uh, I'm, we kind of figured you'd been here before because you're going straight to where you need to go. You're not going to really have anyone talk to you until you've spoken with the mother. That sounds like someone we do need to talk to. It just seemed like the road led here, you know? It felt very natural. It... Yeah. 
good. Go do that, because... So I can just knock on this big door here? Yeah, just knock. All right. Uh, Thank- see you around. And then, like, see you around. Well, they were, they were super helpful. I go over and I knock on the door. Um, actually, that is, I should mention, it is actually quite loud because there are many, um, clear places where smithing is occurring yep. along the roads. Um, so it is quite loud with the mm-hmm. sound of work being done. Um, Disney World for Carbrian. Yeah. What? Did you see what they're doing over there? Oh, I've never used out. ice like that. What do you think of this? Yeah. No. Genuinely. Yeah. Um. So you clang on the door and uh, it opens. Um. And there looks to be like potentially a younger person. Um. They look like they might be of dwarvish persuasion, but it's not perfectly clear. Um. And uh, they say, um, hello, uh, travelers, I assume? Yes, ma'am. Well, um, come in. I'm sure that the mother would like to see you before you go wandering around. Follow her inside. Um, she has you, uh, go, escorts you to a seating area. Um, and again, like, a weirdly large amount of things are made of metal, um, and you would particularly notice this because even things that are delicate and fine and specifically your trade are not made of silver or pewter or any of the finer metals. They are all made of iron or steel. Bizarre. Um, so you'll have like a an iron wrought like teacup holder and teapot set. Um, it's all made of these really heavy metals. Um, and slowly you see a woman um, come in from another direction through another door, and I will send you a picture. Ready? Lay it on me, mom. Thomas is like try to like wipe off as much of the dust from like the road as possible. Yeah, you can wiping metal on metal always works yeah, it, so it really, well. It really works super well, but he's just. I see him trying to do that, and I go, "Hey, hey, cut that out! Put your arms down!" And I get my scarf, and I I sort of try to buff him as best I can. <laughs> <laughs> stop making! Stop! You're scraping yourself up, trying to wipe your dust away from your eyes. Oh, cool. Sick. Um. And so she sits down and she says, well, who are you and what brought you here? I am Cadswing. Cadswing? Cadswing. Cadswing. I look around like, do you guys want me to keep going? You want me to tell We are. Do you want me to pitch us again or? So we are just a group of travelers trying to see the world, and we happened to hear about the forges that were up here, and I'm a blacksmith by trade, my friend over here is a metal worker as well. She kind of smiled at that. And of course we had to make a uh, pilgrimage, I suppose, of sorts to be able to see what's exactly happening up here. She says, well, we, we welcome any honest newcomers. 
Um, I'll have you know that it is our custom to always trade metal for metal. Okay. So anything that you might want in this town, um, in terms of crafted goods, is probably available to you. But know that we require payment. Of course. Okay. So, is I apologize for our ignorance on this matter, but is Selkis Forge the name of this town, or is it a specific forge that this town is built around? No, Selkis Forge is the name of the mountain you're on, as well oh. as our town. Okay. Many people that are not uh, beset by so many metal workers in their party may never realize that there is, in fact, a little village up here that also bears the name of our Grand Mountain. Um, but we are glad to have you. We're honored to be here. So if we could peruse the town and trade, are there any forges available for metal workers like us to perhaps use? There are places where you can bargain to apply your skills, but again, metal for metal. Of course. Excellent. Well, is there anything else that we should know about the town? My maid said that you were interested in history. I, I am, but yeah. Um, you may want to speak to our town historian. Okay. Ooh. Where her might name, I find this person? Her name is Aludra. Okay. And she is, she lives on the other side of town and she like directs me. Sure, sure, sure. All right. Uh, yeah. Thank you very much. We appreciate your hospitality for wandering travelers like us. Um, may I ask, why are you referred to as the mother? It's just an honorific. I just take care of everything. See, I'm the oldest person here. <laughs> uh, how, how old does she look? She looks quite old, but also like she doesn't put up with jack shit. <laughs> Good. All like, right. Like a human or an elf or some other thing. She looks like she probably has some dwarvish heritage. Oh shit, she could be quite old then. Um is there That's so fucking funny. Is there somewhere we can stay? There are many inns, yes. Um most of them are going to be closer to the beginning of town and you would have passed them on the way through. I realize that our method of construction is rather uncommon, so you may have to look closely and knock on some doors, but everyone you'll find is pretty polite and open around here. Um, is there a safety reason why we might need to wear um, the, the veils and uh, goggles we've seen around town? Well, if you do any blacksmithing, you are one of the smiths. Certainly. If you do any blacksmithing, you'll of course need them for safety. But in terms of daily wear, no. Not unless you choose to become a member of our little tribe up here. I see. That's where we leave Harvard. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I just have like in the back of my head a feeling it's a cult. But I'm not going to say it. Yeah, when definitely you know, don't say that. You know, <laughs> I don't know, I've got pretty good charisma. They might not kill me for it. 
can I do like just an insight check just to like to make sure that she's like she seems like completely on the level, but I want to make sure there's not like a malicious like sure yeah do do too, the check too smiley energy. do the check I would like that too um nine are you assisting or what are you doing I was rolling my own uh and I got a three so yeah. um cat cat swing uh cat swing your, your honor um uh, <laughs> she she also laughs like she also thinks that that's ridiculous and funny. He he doesn't have a real good uh, gender neutral honorific in in common, so he goes, uh, "Your Honor, uh, um, my friend here, our, our friend the blacksmith, is a uh, a made person. Is there anyone in town who might have a, a specialization among that field that we may uh, go and talk to?" She thinks for a minute. He's a he's a a. a a man and a golem, kind of. It's both things. And she she thinks about it and she goes, I'm not sure I've ever met anyone like that. I, I, I do like the, the Will Smith, here's my wife, arms. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and she goes, that's rather intriguing if I do say so myself. We have many people in town who specialize in innovating in metalwork. I'm sure any number of them would be interested to speak to you about, pardon my language, your creation, your being. But I don't know that we have anyone that specializes in it. So if you had to recommend one person to talk to, it would be the most innovative who could perhaps understand what this is. Who would you recommend? Mm. Like, she's clearly, like, trying to send you to someone who is uh, tactful. Mm. Um, Like, (laughs) she's she's editing her list of choices. Um, and she says, I would suggest Marcus. Marcus. Okay. Um, and she gives you, like, some brief direction. Thank you very much. I feel like we've taken up enough of your time, but thank you for your help. She goes, it's a small village. This is my job. Check in if you need anything. I give her a very formal bow. And then she, she laughs again and just, like, shoots you out. <laughs> uh, well, it seems that like we have a couple people to talk to. Just some people want to go to the historian, and I'll, I'm probably going to go to Marcus if anyone wants to come join me. I'll go with you to Marcus, because that feels like my area I of will go with Spencer to the historian so that he doesn't go alone. <laughs> I'll be fine. I'm just going to go to a library. I just want to know, like, oh. what, can, what, what trouble can you get up to in a library? I'm trying to figure out, what did we, What else did we pass? Um, lots of forges. Uh, there are um, several areas where people are making weapons. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, things that would interest for Nora. Um, there are several paths kind of off into like, different areas in the surrounding, like, scrub. Yeah. Um, and then there's the path, like, farther up the mountain. 
I might just make labs around town while everybody just kind of goes and does their thing. Okay. All right. Then we'll split off, and so we'll go to Marcus, and I say we all we could also check out some of the shops and see if we could trade another. Who wants to go first? You guys want to? Sure. Okay. Let's do it. All right. You make a beeline for Marcus. Um, he is working over what appears to be a very intricate sculpture of an ironwork dragon that's like miniature percent. That's the immaculate craftsmanship you have going on there. He kind of like takes him a second to like look at his surroundings and he like blinks at you through his like very smoked glasses that you can just ever so barely see his eyes. Um, and he says, oh well Thank you. Why are you wearing so much armor? And a dress, right? Uh, yeah, kind of. That's yeah. The, that doesn't throw him off. Yeah. Uh, well, that's a very long story, but to spare you most of the details, it's actually my person. I was infused, in a sense, into this suit of armor, and that com- comprised of my entire being. As you're talking, like, he just slowly gets this, like, and, like, he is, like, he's completely ignoring your presence. You might as well not be there. I'm like, hey, Tom, lift your visor. And, like, (laughs) I I don't think I, like, yeah, I'll try it. It's just, like, kind of, like, the empty things inside. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And he just, like, his eyes are like saucers, and he just, he is, like, almost, like, reaches out to touch you and then stops himself and goes, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, I appreciate it. That is very interesting. <laughs> Tongs, you're going to become their god. <laughs> <laughs> I am the mother now. <laughs> no, um, yes, I won't claim to be the one who designed this. It was a design of an old friend of mine, but, um, I actually was going to come to you because I was told by the mother that you were one of the most innovative thinkers in town, and, well, I was put into this suit of armor under duress, and I was told recently that if I don't find a way to uninfuse myself, I might be permanently stuck in here, and I wasn't sure if perhaps you could look and see if you have any insights into the machinations of the machine, as it he like takes a deep breath and he seems like he's processing what you've just said and then like he's standing in his forge yard like that's where you guys are mm-hmm. and he literally like just plump like sits <laughs> down on the ground um he's like hmm. well um hmm. with all due respect I'm Marcus I don't know who you are. You've just blown uh, my mind. Would you like to have some tea? And also, I think that I've ignored you. Hi. Tea? Hi. Certainly. Uh, would you mind sharing with me the technique you've used just for the little ridges here? First, tea. And, like, he just, like, turns around and goes inside. I'm, like, impressed and a little competitive. <laughs> I, I, turn, I turn to Carver and I say, your man works better. Aww. I'm very touched. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, we gotta sit down and wait for Marcus to get back. No, he's inviting you. Oh, oh, perfect. Oh, okay, I thought he was gonna bring it outside. Yeah, okay, no, don't no, go like, inside. You guys, like, he's like, he needs to sit. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
and he says, okay, um, it's still unclear to me what you are, but I am very intrigued, mm -hmm. and my research progresses along the lines of infusing objects with intelligence. Okay. But I have never tried to take an existing intelligence and put it in one of my creations. To do so would be abhorrent. Yes, it is. Are you okay? As I said, the situations around the what caused me to be like this were rushed and painful. And so this wasn't an intentional thing to occur. But I'm okay in the sense that I'm alive, where perhaps I shouldn't have been. But it obviously isn't the ideal that I would prefer to stay like this. This is a very delicate question, and I hope that you will pardon me. Where does your mind live? As far as I understand, the magic was always a bit beyond my capabilities, quite frankly. But I just like clang on the chest. Like there is a, a crystal nexus in here that kind of contains my essence. The head is just more of a ceremonial vision and senses. <laughs> it's song party trick. You're just gonna be like, what? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> um, he looks at you and he goes, I am not a specialist in magic myself. I make mechanical minds. Mm -hmm. However, as far as my understanding of the theory goes, there are two ways out for you. Your mind, your spirit, your person is attached to this crystal. Mm -hmm. If it's growing into the armor, then that is the limitation. Yes. That is your ticking time. Yep. Those, that, that means that there are two ways out. The crystal could be removed and placed somewhere else, moving you. Mm -hmm. Or your spirit, your mind, could be removed from the crystal and put somewhere else. But to do so would be incredibly dangerous, and that sets aside the question of where you would go. Both very valid questions. That is kind of the extent of my understanding of the theory, but I'm willing to work with you in any way I can. Well, perhaps then you can simply look at the crystal nexus and give me a general idea about whether or not it's impossible to remove or how, even if you didn't have an idea about the magic side of things, about transferring the essence out, or just removing the crystal, about how difficult that would be. I don't think it's practical for me to go into a larger form. There's only so heavy you can make a body like this, but... 
he obliges and you guys kind of open up your armor and he mm-hmm. looks at the, the crystal and how it's growing and he does like notate and shows you like where the crystal and the metal are becoming fused mm-hmm. um, and he explains that you know you have an unknown quantity of time before the crystal and the armor are the same um, and even like taking your armor apart is going to become impossible okay um and he explains that if you wanted to take the route of removing the crystal and putting it somewhere else like that is going to be time sensitive Excellent. Well, you've given me much more insight than I've ever had into this condition, so thank you so much for your time, Marcus. Um, if it, unless there's anything else that you have to share about this, just let me know what I can do in return. He looks you over and he goes, after your long conversation, you know, well, if the original metal work was yours, mm-hmm. then you're welcome to work in my forge any day and I'll show you anything that you might want to know that I have to teach you. I don't know what your level of skill is, but you're <coughs> welcome here. Hers is actually quite frankly far beyond my own. So you can trust that her skills are impressive. And he, he looks at you <laughs> oh, thanks, Dad. with nude interest um, after concert. So from my understanding he creates automata automata. Uh I want to learn how to make a automata. It's so cool. I also okay. want to see if we, like, there's any like, clock for like. Point taken and Tom's like with us. Well, you maybe mean, just make one out of whole cloth if you learn the trick. I'm going to say that if you stay in this town for a few weeks, you can understand like clockwork and making like clockwork things move that way. But it's going to take some time because it's like, I don't know if okay. you have any experience with like clockwork I mean, creation. Not really. Very delicate stuff, yes, but clockwork, no. But in the meantime, I would like to ask him, I want to show him the circlet and ask him if he's heard of the pool that we saw. He says, I've seen a couple of travelers come through here talking about a sacred site with a skeleton, but exactly what you've described, no, but probably. Um... Here, nothing comes out of our workshops that includes anything like the silver. We only work in, in iron and steel. And if you come to work here, which, again, you're welcome to do, but that's what your work will be while you're under my roof. Understood. Okay. Well. Um, cool. I, I'm going to thank him and... We should go find our friends. Yes. Cool. Perhaps we will see you tomorrow. Track B. Mm-hmm. Historian, what are you guys doing? We're heading over. Yeah, we Central head over. Action project. Yeah. Looking for Eludra? Is that the name? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I go over to where they are. What's it look like? Okay. Um, it's a larger building than most. It does appear to be something of a library. Um. And uh, the door is, like, 
pegged open so you can go ahead and push in. Um, and inside there is a ringed room um, full of books, but also lots of artifact cases um, that contain like little miniature, like spring wound little objects, um, as well as cool. like lots of big stuff. Um, suits of armor, weapons, all of it in this like really heavy um, iron and steel construction. I would like to find Eludra then, or if there's a front there's desk, a little bell. I'm going to ring the little. I'm going to ring the little bell. Um, you hear a yell from the back. I'll be out in a minute. Um, and sure enough, like she does eventually, like bustle out, and she's carrying like four books. Um, and she she looks at you. And she's got like these these uh her goggles appear to be like slightly um like magnificatory yeah like they're they might be corrective lenses um and uh like she she turns to you and she goes travelers that's unusual for the town library what can i do for you um hello um i am a not a scholar, but someone interested in knowledge and knowing things. And um, I've come across an object I have no context for. And I hold up the little metal object in the vial. And I say, could you tell me what this is? Because it's a little she, metal thing that floats. She looks at you and she goes, ooh! And she's like, like spinning it and turning it over. And yeah, it's like, pretty cool. I just don't know what it is. Like, seems to be the shard of an enchanted object. Well, that's good to know. Could you tell me what kind of thing it is? Only that it's not that thing anymore after being shattered, and it doesn't. The magic sprayed. Interesting shard of enchanted object. Um. Okay. Does it? It doesn't always point in one direction, does it? She looks at you and she goes, it's not a compass. I don't know what that is, but I mean, I was thinking maybe if it was an object that was shattered, maybe all the pieces would sort of naturally want to come together. She looks at it and she goes, usually yes, but wherever the rest of this thing is or was, it's so far outside the realm of returning to it that it doesn't know how to exist. That's why it floats. If I were to take it out of there, do you think it would fly away? I have no idea what it would do, which is why you shouldn't take it out of there. That's a very good point. Um, okay. I was wondering if you had any literature in, well, in Elvish, first of all, because I don't know if you could tell from the way that I speak. That's my first language. But a uh, second about the, you know, about the surrounding area and about like local things that might be interesting or, or, or like why this town is here. Um, Cause this seems like kind of a strange place to build a town on top of a volcano. Because why this town is here and documenting it is kind of my job. So if you want to learn about that, you've come to the right place. Cool. 
why is this town here? I asked, kind of quieter. And she she also is very, like, she's like, well, let's not stand around and discuss it. And she, like, opens up a door into, like, a little sitting room. Um, and she invites you. You have to kind of duck to get through. Um, um, and she brings you into this little sitting room, um, and tells you the story of this little village. Um, get a backstory. Which is, uh... Just a thing that I made. Still image of the crap. Uh, whoa! Huh? You have something? a thing I made. Okay. N- I don't have a physical thing. I oh, made okay. a story. <laughs> oh, wait. Just the RPG picture of the town, then text starts calling out. Like, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. This is, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the screen uh, gets darker by like 45% in yeah. little chunks because they can't yeah. animate a smooth gradient. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh,. So there was the founder, the first mother, whose name is lost. Um, but we know that she grew up um, in Selka. She was a, um, the daughter of artisans. Um, and she traveled with the city's trading caravans as she learned to make things. Um, and as she, she got older, her, her beauty and her skill with her craft grew together. Um, but she was more interested in, in her craft than finding others to spend her time with, and she devoted all of her energy to bettering herself and making a name for her beautiful objects. So, being mechanically minded, she chose to specialize in intricate and often tiny toys and trinkets um, often filled with clockwork hearts. And eventually, her skill outstripped all of her peers in Selka and eventually all on the continent. And without competition and with growing confidence, she chose to set her sights for making a name for herself abroad. She chose to go to the Kingdom of Winter far to the south, um, thinking that if she could win renown among the immortal fae, that her name would live on forever. Oh, oh God. And she packed her bags only with gold and silver, because, as you probably know, being descended from elves, the fae abhor all ironwork. Yeah, but they love, like, they love stuff like gold and silver. It's a smart, it's a smart choice. So she, with these things in her bag... She set sail for Winter's Heart. Upon her introduction to the court, she astonished and delighted the Fey nobility with her beautiful machines. She was celebrated for what the nobility called her mechanical magic, and was eventually awarded her own title at the at the Fey of the Court. Ooh. And she found the pleasure of the Archfey himself. She traded metal for metal and could often be found gazing out the windows of the palace, presumed to be drawing inspiration for the work that was always in her hands. Cool. With this, she was content for a long while. But 
as time passed and she maintained her beautiful creations, the whims of the Fae court, one day the Archfey came to offer her immortality so that she could join the court properly and make devices for the Fae forever. Yeah, seems reasonable. She thought carefully, and while she was happy at court, so long staring out the windows, she had started to dream a new dream of finding someone to love and starting a family to enjoy the toys that she had made all her life. She tried to explain this to the Archbay, but he was enraged by her refusal and her desire to leave, so he yeah. cursed At his vicious words, she became so fearsome to look upon that anyone with whom she shared eye contact became forever unchanging, the gift that she had spurned. She took her tools and fled back across the sea, away from the now terrible cold, leaving all her glittering gold and silver miniatures behind. Knowing that all settlements would shun her, she set up her own house on the side of the fiery mountain where we are now, where her forge could always be warm. Living alone, she found that her fierce appearance was a good protection under trying circumstances, and she learned how to reveal or conceal her nature as necessary. Before long, travelers came up the mountain to trade for met metal for metal following the sounds of the forge. And one of these travelers, Kendra, was a beautiful blacksmith learned, coming to learn from a master. She and the first mother fell in love, and they did start the family they had both longed for. At, at this point in the story, Spencer, who's paying attention, goes very quietly, like this, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was rooting for <laughs> And since then, all of us have shared the curse, but also shared our companionship. Oh. Oh. Is this person I'm talking to also have the gold, the the glasses? Um, and so I I say that's very interesting. Thank you. Like history is my passion, and I'm happy to share. Yeah, this is killer. I've been copying it down into my book as best I can. Um, which is pretty good, I think. He's got a pretty good... It's an elvish, but not. Um, Gary, is there anything you want to know? Yeah, this Kingdom of Winter sounds super interesting. Where is it? It's going to be in Zamorzot, right? It's far to the south. Um... Anything made here is made of iron and steel, so that the Fae may never possess our works again. Yeah, I got a real, a real strong anti-Fae vibe walking around looking at all this steel. But it's a real place. Yes, yeah. and if you go there, I would strongly recommend either coming armed or coming in disguise. I, I get out the map, and I point to where it says Heart of Winter, and I say, is this it? Yes, the Heart of Winter, the capital. Okay. So people really never die there? They are immortal. Cool. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, face shit, dude. It's All elves right. and fairies and stuff. Oh, what about this, um, this, uh, there's a, there's a statue of a, of a, of a skeleton and there's a waterfall and, and what, what's that all about? I've heard stories about 
such a place, but most of us don't really leave the village. We like it nice and warm. Um, it is very cold there. I, I show her... She's a her. Mm-hmm. I, I show her the little drawing of it. I, I made a little drawing of it. She's it's like, not very good. She's like, that's valuable information. Do you mind if I take a copy? Yeah. And then I, I try and... Is she Does she come back with a piece of paper to copy it? Mm-hmm. I try and make a better one that has more details. Okay. I, I think that that's like, that's good. Um, and then I write, um, I write Skeletarn underneath it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have like, anything else. Anything else I can help you with? Alright, then I best be back to going through our archives. Thank you. Yeah, I got shit to do. We have a backlog. (laughs) (laughs) It's a library. Yeah, library. 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 What do you guys do? Alright, so you've just been walking around. Yeah, just walking. I probably was just like walking. You have a really good idea of the layout of the town at this point. Like yeah. after kind of wandering around, and so I'm going to say that anytime like you're looking for something, you're I trying to find something. We'll yeah, know. you'll know. Um, and if you're if someone's running from you and you're trying to find them, you're going to have um, advantage. Cool, love that. All right, so we've all met up at this point, right? Yep. Okay. Um. Well, I say this is a pretty successful trip just to be able to learn anything, but I turned to Carver like I'm. Do we think that we should stay here any amount of time extra? Because if it's going to take weeks to learn, I feel like we should be... Yeah. We don't want to be staying here for that long, and I don't feel like there's anything to accomplish. I agree. As much as I would love to learn to make little automata, uh, I think that there are probably better things for us to seek out. Perhaps we should go by Marcus's tomorrow and see if we can trade for one of his automata that's already completed, rather than learn to make one ourselves. So perhaps you could reverse engineer it over time. That would be that would be cool as heck. Why don't we just buy one from like a shop? We can't. We have to trade metal for metal here. Our money's metal. I look down at our money. I feel like that's not the spirit of things, but we can certainly try. Could you make a coin out of iron that has, like, the picture of, like, a person wearing those little goggles? I could. Why? (laughs) No reason. (laughs) Good to know. So, yes, I say that we go ahead and find an end to stay stay the night, and as much as I would love to stay here and learn all the secrets of these forges, I feel like there's nothing immediately pressing that needs our attention here. Yes. So let's stay the night, go to Marcus, see if we can get one of the automata, and then head to the top of the mountain. Okay. Like, because, wait, the Thunderbird's not here. It was on this other mountain range. So do we, Shit. Do, do we want to see the top of the mountain, or do Can, we want to leave from here? Is, what's the day like? Can I go back to the, the, the library? Sure. I go back to the library, and I ding the bell, and I look <laughs> around. I forgot something. Okay, she comes out. What What do you want? I'm so sorry to bother you. We are looking for a bunch of magic stuff 
um, do you have any of it? And I read her the <laughs> list. Okay. The list? Yeah. I, 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 I go to the list. I'm looking you have, for... You have multiple lists. I need to know what you're showing the person. The blindness The list. blindness thing. I'm, I'm, I'm saying, I say to her, um, do you have the flower of a tree that cannot bear fruit? Or water that flows up? You know where that is? Or the feather of a thunderbird? Um, she, she looks at you and she actually says, Well, I don't have any of them, but a few weeks ago, there was a woman passing through that was riding a thunderbird. Holy which was cow. kind of significant. Um, was she just like the hottest woman <laughs> in existence? Um, she seemed weirdly very miserable hmm. um and kind of miserable to be around she wasn't yeah. very pleasant That's but maybe she was just in a bad mood it seemed like a lot of her life was changing in ways that she didn't find satisfactory oh god <laughs> do you have any idea where she went we're trying to make a spell thing clearly um yeah. I'm not sure she had a lot of control over what was happening to her. Sad, out of control woman. Okay. <laughs> Riding a giant bird. Riding Thunderbird. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago? Two, three weeks ago? Thunderbird. Yeah, like, are you joking? It doesn't even matter. A giant legendary bird. Like, someone just rolls up just riding a giant phoenix. It seemed like she wasn't in control. Like, the bird decided where she went? Like, she was stuck to it? Or, like, she was being chased? I think more in the existential sense of not having a lot of control. I really don't know where she is. I'm very sorry. It's a good clue, though. We'll ask somebody else. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. Next time, bring a gift. <laughs> oh, shit. Wait, I can give her something. Yeah. I'm going to give her... Um, I have a lot of stuff. Give me two seconds. Um... You have so much shit. You pick up so much <laughs> stuff. Oh, my God. Managing his inventory would be a full-time job for a real archivist. Um, damn, I don't have anything I really want to give away, which I guess is good in character. Don't just believe. Um, wait, I'm gonna give her. I don't really have anything. I'm sorry. I have a lot of stuff, but none of it's really like she, useful. She literally kicks you out of the library. <laughs> what are you guys doing? In. in, and then I feel like if that's a good stopping point, we're already at 4.30. Yeah. Well, we can stop with Marcus, maybe. Take yeah, that. but Tori's out at 5. Yeah, right? But, yeah, we have, we have half an hour. Or, okay. or we kind of out there. I don't care. We just gotta, whatever we do, we do it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So we find an inn. Okay, you find an inn, it's called the Salamander. Okay. Nice. It's not like to, a fiery salary. Do we have to talk to the hour? Can we just say Yeah, well, you, you pay for room and board, and you're okay. all set up. I will tell you how much that costs. I got it. Excellent. Thank you. 
We've taken you all on a nice in date. Uh, <laughs> I spent an hour that night crafting something out of metal. Just, um, you know what? I'm going to craft, like, a metal, like, like a statue, like a violin or something with like, a little bow, like, drawn across it. Very delicate for you. Yeah, my, my magic powers are, like, actually really convenient for fortune stuff like that. Hmm? All right. Okay. Yes. How much is I am my pavement load? I'm getting it. Um, uh, would this be a time to ask Carberry to make a little stylus? Sure. That's Carberry's call. I'm asking you then, Carberry. Will you make? Is this the moment to make a little stylus so I can cut glass or or something? Uh, I mean, I guess I can try to make a sharp stylus thingy. Do you have metal for me, or are you asking me to use my own? I don't have any metal of my own. I have this little <laughs> diamond, but I was hoping you could use that as the point. I have, like, silver, copper, and bronze. I feel like none of those are tough enough for this. Well, it just has to be the handle. Like, the only thing that's, any, that's actually taking any damage would be the little diamond. Like, an industrial... Have you ever seen a glass cutter? Yeah, I've seen I've seen a glass cutter. Well, you, you know what I, I'm trying to make then. Okay, well, fine. I will use. I have two pounds of bronze. I will use a little bit of bronze. Just a touch, like a little handle. It's a, it's a small portion that you won't have to carry back down the mountain. <laughs> there we go. Uh, um, how much bronze do I have left? Some, many, many bronze. <laughs> right. I'm not a metalsmith. <laughs> I have a hard enough time dealing with the money in this game. All right. <laughs> Don't be dishonest about how much metal you have, and we'll call it good. Cool. <laughs> um, you also are... How many rooms do you guys have? Uh, two. Two, of you? two yep. rooms, two gold to stay at the night. All right. I got that. It's a nice inn. I will make Spencer his stylus. Do I need to roll for crafting that? Uh, sure, but it's going to have a really low clearance, so that's very easy. What do I add? Don't roll a natural one. Uh, (laughs) Your your proficiency in uh, tools. Proficiency and whatever tools. Your proficiency in those tools. Yeah, okay. Uh, I got a a nine. I'm going to add three for proficiency. So that's 12, and then two for dex. Cool. You have a nice little bronze Diamond tip, diamond tip stylus. He's so excited. Okay. Thank you so much. More things for the yes. inventory. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Go to Marcus. Next day, yeah. Yes. Yes. Marcus. Book it to market. Uh. He's working outside. We say, well, I think we're going to be heading out of town soon. Um, but before we did, we had to at least see your automata creation and see if perhaps there's something you'd be willing to trade. He goes, well, I can't say that I'm happy to see your backs. I would love for you to stay and fly some of your trade in in my forge, but if you are looking to trade, then I'm always happy to trade metal for metal. Um, What do you have in mind? I pull out the the statue of the violin that I made, and I say, this is something that I think perhaps you might appreciate as a connoisseur of fine metal work. He looks it over and he goes, yes, that is quite beautiful. Um, does it play? 
Well, it's made of metal, so I'm not necessarily sure. It and have he, the best acoustics. As, as you say that, like, he walks over to um, his little, like, dragon that he was working on yesterday, and he fiddles with it for a minute, and then it roars. Aww, <laughs> it's so cool. So, is that, is it, does that have intelligence, or is it just... A... Unfortunately, no, it's, it's a... As far as right now, it, it is a... Very beautiful toy. Do you have anything with intelligence that could perhaps act as a companion of sorts? You, you mentioned that that was your specialty. This is Al Are you using the word intelligence when you mean sentience? sentience. Yes. Okay. Um, he, oh, that's a big word for Tom's. <laughs> Damn right. He, he looks at you and he, he's like thinking about it. And he, he looks at you and you can see his mouth kind of quirk down. He takes a deep breath, and he takes your violin, <laughs> and he goes into his back room, and he comes back, and he's holding a, a little salamander, but it's made of, um, like, pleated iron, and its eyes are glowing red gold, and it's very still, yep. and you're, you're just watching it. And it looks like it could almost be like a, a brooch or something. Yep. Um, and then it blinks. Oh. Hello, everybody. Am, am I there? Yeah, I think you guys all went together. With hey, Gary. Do you still have that, that snake ring? I was going to ask about it in like five minutes. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. I got excited. Say... I'd be honored to make a trade if you felt like the trade I offered was fair, because this is an amazing invention. I think that your violin, and more importantly, the knowledge that you've given me that is extremely personal, is enough metal compensation for my little salamander. Thank you. Does he have a name, or she? I mean, it's an automata. But the properties are as yet not fully known, so feel free to name it if you so choose. I'll keep that in mind. I have two rings from my shop from the dream world. I don't think either of them are iron or steel, but I think one of them might be copper. (laughs) Is that a bad metal here? I think anything that's not fey repellent is probably not considered cool. ideal. But will they not. will probably, like, he might look at it if you showed it to him. Well, it was more like I was going to add it to the trade, but I don't want to give him something that's insulting. <laughs> oh, I don't think he'd be insulted. I think that he just wouldn't be able to use it or wear it because of, like, someone might take it back out of the town with them and then it would be considered his work. Mm-hmm. All right, I will not. Are you trying to trade for something? No, I was just gonna. He seems nice, and he gave you the salamander. I was gonna give him a ring, but okay. Don't. Um, hello. I have this ring, snake ring, a sning, if you will. <laughs> and I was wondering if you could tell me anything about it. I don't really have a whole lot of things to trade for the knowledge, except I do have some gold but I wasn't sure if that's what you want. Well, 
Today is a day for peculiar trades. Let me see. I give him the sneak. And he looks at it and he goes, I think this is pure enchantment. But how do I... How do I make it work? What does it do? He looks at it and he kind of puzzles about it and pokes at it. And he, you guys are there for a while while he's like, kind of in a like scientific method way, like methodically trying to figure out an interaction with this this magical object. And he eventually figures out that it will answer yes or no questions with one squeeze or two squeezes. And, like, puzzles out that it also, through, like, asking lots of questions like that, that it has some property that I will share. Finally. Finally. I was about to say, I was about to cast Identify third level on it. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. Every single secret the thing's ever had. Uh, okay, I just have to find it. Um, I'm, I'm looking for the original drawing that I made that had the list on it, but basically um, it can uh, answer yes or no questions. It can be sent into a place and come back to you if you order it to. And wow. it has um, a bite of poison. Mm. Um, How do you trigger that? That if you ask it once per week, it can temporarily stun any person that it bites. Well, we stand. Um, and it also is extremely loyal to whoever wears it. And it has genuine full sentence. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I give him five gold? I don't know if that's a lot or not. He that's... looks at you and he goes, You guys be on your way. Okay, you thanks. Haven't, you haven't incurred any debt to me. Cool. This place is hard By to understand. Just as a forewarning, um, I recently came to the ability to be able to communicate across vast distances, so I might in the future ask you <laughs> for advice. <on> <laughs> If, if you'd be so willing. I don't want to incur on your privacy. He looks at you and he's just like... What were you before? <laughs> I told you. He clearly does not believe you at all. Like, he thinks that you're... Like, he's like... Yeah, sure, man. Okay. <laughs> like, he does yep. not believe you yep. at all. Like, you are a powerful magical object that is sentient, that was also once a person that has, like, long-distance communication. Yep. Like, like yep. that's one too many steps into mind-blown territory. Yep. He does not believe you. I, I pat Tongs, I and I look super proud, and I go, he's magic! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, and have a great rest of your day. Oh, there it is. Okay. As we like are walking out of town, I'm just gonna misty step away to be like, we're very fancy, we're very cool, we're mysterious. We're walking off into the sunset. Look, it's a bay. Get him. <laughs> I couldn't 
find this thing because it was on my page of items listed God tier. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> God. What else is on the God tier list? I'm not going to know. Are we are we yeah. climbing up the mountain or what? I think you guys are headed out of town. Yeah. So the question is whether or not we want to go up to the um, top of the mountain or we want to just head back down. Because our plan was to go south along the other mountain range, find the Thunderbird, and then grab the boat to go to the other continents. Mm -hmm. So we either go up the mountain just to see what's there and be able to say we did it, or we could just continue back down and start heading south. Just so we can take one of those photos with the sign yeah. with the elevation. Like, yeah. Ha -ha. Yeah, yeah. Right, right yeah, how many people on the Asteria have been to the caldera of a volcano? Yeah, maybe we should go because that's kind of like our job to check things out. I'm fine with that. I'm cool yeah. with seeing a volcano. So the Asteria wish you were here postcard. <laughs> yeah. All right, so you guys head up to the top of the mountain. There's not actually that much more climbing to do. Okay. Um, and right up to you get to the peak. I'm going to say that that's where we're going to call it, and at the beginning of next session, we're going to roll initiative. Ralphgar's Horde is DM'd by Sasha Rose Hudson. The players are in descending alphabetical order. Carberry, played by Bryn Ziegler. Gary, played by Rebecca Michelson. Renora, played by Tori Chancellor. Spencer Charlemagne, played by Jacob David Earl, and Tongs, played by Grayson Abel. We're produced by me, Jacob Earl, and our theme music is Rathgar's theme off the album At Sea, available from LateMoonRecords.com. Find out more information about the show and tune in next week at RathgarsHorde.com. And as always, we may be cursed, but I promise we will make it through alive. See you next week. <laughs>